Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking white man. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> Move, bitch, you got coronavirus. You also have called, uh, said that violence is sometimes necessary in these situations. What exactly is it that you hope to achieve through violence? Wow, um, it's interesting that you would pose the, that question like that because this country is built upon violence. What was the American Revolution? I watched you talking in, on a bunch of different interviews today and you said, burn it down. You said, burn it down. It's time. If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it, all right? And I could be speaking uh, figuratively. Okay. I could be speaking literally. It's a matter of interpretation. I doubt it. You are fake news. Great story. Compelling and rich. Very fake news. You want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo. Okay, folks. I will eat your ass. I'll do it. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free over he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Plenty to talk about tonight, as always. I honestly did not see this coming. Coronavirus is back. Race war is down. Corona is up. And uh, amid all the uncertainty, the only thing we know for sure is one has nothing to do with the other coronavirus targets racial minorities for infection in all other contexts but Black Lives Matter protests. Uh, those create a magic biological shield coronavirus cannot penetrate. We'll learn why. And of course, we'll go through all the facts of the matter and cut through the fear. I know that coronavirus stats doesn't sound like the most exciting show, but the fear that's being peddled right now, I want to I hit pause on that for a second and take a look at why certain metrics are being chosen over others to push a particular narrative. But I'll be as brief as you possible. You know why. Why? Go for it. Because this is all a crazy conspiracy <laughs> to subjugate it's, us as a people. That's why. It, uh, it has the appearance of that, yes. Uh, stir, up, stir up all the chaos you can. Hide Joe Biden away in a corner and hope that people just vote with dissatisfaction in mind. That seems to be... The political strategy. We have some Joe Biden updates yeah. too. George Soros and George Floyd are on some island somewhere. You mean George They're Kirby or George Taylor, <laughs> as, as Pelosi and Schumer called him this week, uh, or Floyd Taylor. Floyd Taylor. We'll get to that too. Whoops. Speaking of which, though, an eventful week for Black Lives Matter. You heard it in the intro. A New York Black Lives Matter leader pledges to burn the system down if they don't get what they want. 
Uh, and BLM starts taking over stores in D.C. They assaulted a politician in Wisconsin, or at least their protester, rioter allies did. And my favorite, a montage of several white leftists lecturing black cops on how they're part of the problem. That's my favorite piece of news this week. Mm. Chaz, meanwhile, is near over, but uh, a man says he was shot by the KKK or the Proud Boys, one of the two. In uh, right, right on the Chaz U.S. border. In fact, that's why he says Seattle police were supposed to protect him because he was on the border. This might be the one that ruins me where like I can't keep my mouth shut anymore. And it's just racial epithets and it's it's all over. Well, if it's not that one, it's going to be the hoax hate case. After that, a biracial (laughs) woman claims that she was set on fire while she was jamming out to her music stopped at an intersection in her car. Uh, if that doesn't sound believable, wait until she describes the details. It'll get even less believable. Oh, but we're still going to go with this on the uh, mainstream news networks. Plus, a truly fantastic piece of surprise cringe to close. I can't wait to see your reaction on this one. And we'll see if Susan lets it all stand. Uh, we will take Super Chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, and DLive in between topics. And, of course, to close the show as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good lowdown. Money grabbers, it will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from our friendly listener-owned businesses, of course. This week's feature business is our friends over at Black Rifle Garb. Black Rifle Garb offers apparel to celebrate the Second Amendment that is only recognized by elite individuals who know and love the AR-15. I'm a big fan of their subtle styles. They show patriotism and two-way enthusiasm without being loud about it. I love the graphic of the flag made out of AR parts. I love the graphics of the SIG, Smith & Wesson, or Glock slide serrations. And I also love that Bryce, who runs Black Rifle Garb, is a listener of the show. He's offering 5% off store-wide using promo code MCLISTENER. So if you take advantage of that offer... You're helping out the show as well. You can find everything from Black Rifle Garb, plus deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, uh, including Charity Swipes, Hero Soap Company, Phoenix Ammunition, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners, by listeners. Plus, we had uh, a meetup this week. Cincinnati Crew is back at it with some new friends, I'm told. They've converted a few listeners since last we saw a few of them at a gun range back in February. I see beards. I see a blonde chick. I see no masks. Look at that. Hooligans. They've contributed to the spread and they're going to put us all all back on lockdown. killed all of our grandmas. (laughs) Hope you guys had fun and uh, who knows, maybe that bar is closed by now again. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on in Ohio, but if you're in Texas, you're out of luck, I suppose. Uh, hopping into the news, I, I can't believe the speed with which this story happened. Uh, this Bubba Wallace thing. Dude, everyone's because, giving this guy a pass. This guy's Jesse too. I, I'm surprised by at how, how much of a pass people have given him after this photo came out. Yeah. So I, I won't go through the whole story again. You all saw this this week, but around, um, around sun when we were live last Sunday, Bubba Wallace, NASCAR's only black driver, claimed that in his garage at the Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama, he found a noose. And then when the race happened on Monday, because it was weather delayed, 
they gave him this hero's parade on account of his race and everyone celebrated him and applauded him. And then he went on various TV shows and said uh, that people who are questioning this story are very simple minded and they're afraid of change and all this. Ugh. Well, the FBI investigated. They found, yeah, it's a it's a it's a rope pull on the garage door. They have these in all of the garages. Now, this particular not NASCAR and FBI investigators say was in this garage bay only, but there's photo evidence to suggest that's not the case. This similar knot, like this one, is seen in multiple garage bays. You know what Candace Owen said, and she's right on about this? Who even knows how to properly tie a knot for a noose these days? It's actually very difficult. I've tried it before for comedic purposes. Have <laughs> like, you? Like three years ago, I did a bit in a video where I needed a noose. And I tied a noose. But it takes a lot more rope than you think. I only bought like five feet it's a pretty uh, sophisticated knot yeah it it took me a while it's not Uh, easy yeah i mean do you know any white nationalists that would do this anyway Uh, no and this is all highly secure whoever did it if any well they know this knot has been sitting in the fbi knows it's been there since at least last fall also why is the fbi on this that's what yeah, makes good me the question. most mad about it. Didn't 15 FBI agents respond <laughs> to this or something like we're in the middle of a, a massive pandemic and race like straight up race wars. And the FBI is like, oh, we need to investigate this. Not in Talladega. Why? Not to Why? mention Twitter did 99% of the work for them. They didn't even have to do it. It was already on Twitter when they started. Now, you mentioned that Bob has been let off the hook because this photo came out and they said, well, it does look like a noose. And then Bubba's claim now, and, and a lot of Bubba sympathizers, Bubba truthers, say that NASCAR is the one who really pushed this idea and Bubba went along for the ride. Okay, that's possible. I don't know who pushed the story first, but I'm not letting Bubba off the hook. One, he accepted and participated in, a, in this grand racial parade with absolutely no evidence provided. Yeah. He... Also said that anyone who questions this is simple minded. Okay. Don't forget that. Even after he saw this photo, this photo comes out. He sees the photo. Cause remember Bubba never saw the noose, the alleged noose himself. He sees this photo. He knows what that is. He's a NASCAR driver. He knows what that is and didn't have the decency to say, yeah, it's actually just the garage pole. There's kind of a weird knot in it. I think that's a little weird, but uh, it, it's not like someone picked out a special rope for me and put it in there or something. Were they all in the same place in every unit? Yeah, they're all hanging from the garage door just so he, just so he can pull it down. So he's used it before? The oh, 100%. And, I, and he's raced at Talladega before. He's a relatively new driver, but he has raced at Talladega before. So he's mad about the knot? Yes. The noosey knot? Even though he knows it's not meant for him specifically. Anyway, uh, and then to, to the photo itself... A lot of people note that the rope looks brand new, which I kind of agree. It doesn't look like it's well used. It doesn't have dirt or grease on it or anything like that. Regardless, they say this thing was discovered on Sunday. So why did we have to wait till Thursday to see it? And then just the perspective of the photo, you don't really have much for scale here. I think that's a light switch or something similar on the right-hand side of it on the wall. If that is what that is, you're talking about a loop that is, I don't know, maybe six inches up and down. I don't know what the circumference would be, but it's a size more suitable for a hand than a head or a neck, as in for pulling down. And it, Ugh, not experts, so stupid. not experts are saying that's not a slip knot anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Anyway, that, perhaps Bubba didn't invent the scheme just like Jussie, uh, but he went along with it every step of the way without evidence to substantiate what he was saying. 
So I'm I'm not giving Bubba Wallace a pass at all. Maybe calling him straight up Jesse too is a little far, but the, it, generally, come on, that's the theme of what he did. Well, I guess he didn't orchestrate everything, but he took advantage of something that was like clearly yes. inoffensive and innocuous. Uh, this is just so stupid. The, the fact that we even have to talk about this pisses, that's what pisses me off most of all. That's why we're moving up. But I want to be true to the facts. You know, the people who ran with this story were not true to the facts. Didn't Ben Shapiro bitch out on this one? Uh, I'm not naming names, but I did reference that on Wednesday a little bit. Uh, yes, he called the the original parade on Monday stunning. <laughs> Ironically stunning. <laughs> you know, we... <laughs> And then he came back and said, behind the scenes, I had my doubts, though. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we all make mistakes, you know, but... Governed by a subversive agenda, that one. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, moving on. Yeah, every, anytime you, you, get, uh, you get mad at Shapiro, then I'll get emails from people that are like, oh, I love Ben Shapiro and, and she, whatever. They're emailing me to complain about you complaining about Ben Shapiro and I don't want to go down that. Why? Because he defends free speech. Oh, great. We need more free speech warriors on the right. <laughs> I, That's I think awesome. he's more valuable than that. But we'll save the debate for, uh, for another, mm-hmm. another time. Uh, a quick update in the Arbery case, Ahmaud Arbery. All three of the, uh, all three of the guys who were originally arrested for uh, what prosecutors are calling a murder have now been indicted by a grand jury. That would be the father, Greg McMichael, the son, Travis McMichael, and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, who took the footage that we've all seen. Uh, They've been indicted by a grand jury on malice and felony murder charges. Sounds like all parties plan to plead not guilty. A lawyer for Travis McMichael says prosecutors presented incomplete facts to the grand jury, and the defense team will present additional facts that are integral parts of the case. I don't see any any sort of schedule for a date or a date for the trial. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that one. Uh, meanwhile, the, <laughs> the, the Minneapolis city council fresh off voting unanimously to, uh, to dismantle their police department. They, they did do that this past week. It's a, it, it's not done yet. It still has to go through the city's charter commission and city, citizens and city officials will have a chance to weigh in on this plan to dismantle the police department and replace it with feelings and unicorns and rainbows in the next year. How's this going to turn out? Tell me what's happened already. I I got a clip for you, but uh, in just a minute, what is apparent is that the city council is in danger though. Not, not the citizenry when you dismantle the police, the city council. So they've hired private security for three of their city council members at a cost of $4,500 a day. So $1,500 a day per person. Is this taxpayer funded? Well, where I don't know where else the city is getting the money, maybe through some investments they have or something, but ultimately it comes from the public, at least at its origin. That's uh, $63,000 over the last three weeks. Now, these council members insist that they've received credible threats against them, which is very interesting considering the Minneapolis Police Department, uh, a spokesman for the department, does not have any recent police reports of threats against city council members. Uh So it's very clear which lives matter in Minneapolis. But as you mentioned, the streets of Minneapolis, meanwhile, uh, reflect uh, the city council's governance. Check this out. (laughs) Get, Get a social worker in there. We need someone to calm these boys down and tell them to reevaluate their lives. That's what we need. Oh my God. 
As far as this private <laughs> security thing is concerned, though, this is some let them eat cake style governance and people yeah. should be threatening to put their heads on pikes. I mean, I bet they have had credible threats against them, but using Maybe. taxpayer funding. Yeah, private security that, that is so outlandish to me. Um, yeah, it's just going to be lawless there. It's little Mogadishu. And, uh, you know, hopefully some of these city councilmen will get what they deserve. Catch me up on Michael Flynn. This is so OK. This is really crazy. People are saying that he's totally exonerated and nothing's going to happen. But I don't know. I think that they might be able to take this further. So a divided federal appeals court um, just Wednesday ordered the dismissal of Michael Flynn of the case against Michael Flynn. Um, so we talked about it last month, I believe. The Justice Department moved to dismiss the case. Um, so if this is unchallenged with further appeals, the appeal court's ruling exonerates Flynn. Um, but but it's possible that the case could continue on future appeals. So I'm kind hmm. of worried about it. Uh, so CNN says, given how, how it is largely about the power of the judiciary, which is a weighty subject... Um, it's possible the case could continue on future appeals. The fact that CNN is saying this is like a little troubling to me. If Flynn's case were to stay alive following the ruling Wednesday, uh, it conceivably might not be resolved until after the presidential election or even next year, if it becomes an issue uh, before the Supreme Court. Hmm. So what happened was yeah. a split three judge panel on the DC Circuit Court of Appeals on Wednesday decided uh, trial judge Emmett Sullivan, I think we talked about him, of the DC district didn't have enough reason to question the DOJ's prosecution decision in the case. Um, they also said uh, Sullivan having a third-party attorney weigh in on Flynn's case is no longer needed. So what they said was uh, Sullivan fails to justify the district court's unprecedented intrusions on individual liberty and the executive's charging authority. So it's looking good, but it's still possible that they continue this into the next several years um if they keep appealing it yeah yeah and if biden gets elected then maybe they i don't know maybe who cares at that point i mean this, yeah i'm just so skeptical that that anybody is going to be truly exonerated well yeah and with, with, like his legal exoneration of course is separate is separate from the impact it's had on his life right he just, didn't have to file for bankruptcy i mean and it's years of your life that are just robbed from you on on bogus pretenses reputation destroyed um after a lifetime devoted to the government it's like like what what he, he can't get that back those, those from the golden years that he's had to sacrifice all the money he had to sell his house i'm pretty sure he had to file for bankruptcy it's just like fine he's exonerated legally he's still dragged through dog shit in the court of public opinion it's so unfair Plus, we've learned through some of the documents in this uh, court proceeding that uh, Joe, I knew nothing about the Michael Flynn investigation and prosecution. Biden may actually have been the guy who basically in invented it. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah. or less. Yeah. Joe Biden appears to have personally raised the idea of investigating Michael Flynn for potentially having violated the obscure Logan Act during his phone call with then Russian Ambassador uh, Sergei Kislyak. Um, and this is according to newly filed court papers on Wednesday. So th these were notes written by Peter Strzok. These people, we talked about this offline, but the fact that they would do this is either brazen or just like mind numbingly retarded. Hmm. Why is he taking handwritten notes that are so incriminating? So super incriminating. The previously sealed document also says that former president Barack Obama told members of his administration that the right people, the right people, <laughs> should investigate Flynn. 
But Comey acknowledged during the meeting, which also involved Sally Yates and Susan Rice, probably Susan Rice, that Flynn's conversations with Kislyak appear legit, according to Washington, D.C. federal court filings by Flynn's defense lawyers. Um, yeah, the revelations are contained in handwritten notes prepared by Peter Strzok that Flynn's lawyers called stunning and exculpatory evidence. Mm. Yeah. What is he? What, were, what was he thinking? Was he thinking that nothing was ever going to come of this or that he was above the law or was this brazen or was I don't know. I mean, the text or... messages way back when were also very brazen. Like we have to have an insurance policy against a Trump yeah. election and that sort of thing. So Shocking. hard to say. Yeah, I have no knowledge of any of this. Just in any clip, si don't we? Yeah, in any circumstance, don't forget Joe Biden said just last month, this isn't even years ago, this is last month with George Stephanopoulos, I have no knowledge of the Michael Flynn investigation. So what did, so what did you know about those moves to investigate uh, Michael Flynn, and was there anything improper done? I know nothing about those moves to investigate Michael Flynn, number one. Number two, this is all about diversion. This is a game this guy plays all the time. Right. Well, the uh, the debates, meanwhile, are officially on between Trump and Biden. I think they're going to happen because I have a hundred dollar bet with my mom. Or at least in theory, they are. So the Biden campaign has agreed to three presidential debates with Donald Trump, September 29th, October 15th and October 22nd. It remains to be seen how coronavirus uh, safety precautions will be implemented. But the Biden campaign is saying they don't see a reason why these debates can't happen in person. But the Washington Post uh, opinion pages is already doing the uh, the hard work of making sure that uh, <laughs> that the debates are are minimized potentially. Maybe they won't happen as you uh, as you're wondering. But uh, the Washington Post opinion pages publishes this piece this week. It's time to rethink the presidential debates. Oh, so, this, that's rich. <laughs> we have to hide our candidate because he clearly has dementia. They're uh, they advocate taking the. Um, doing away with live audiences and putting the debates into a TV studio instead of a theater hall. So uh, that that's the general gist of this piece. They don't want Trump to be able to uh, pull off his stunts like he did last time where he brought four women who had accused Bill Clinton of sexual abuse to the uh, debate with Hillary Clinton. That so we is should not just, why. We should hide these as much as possible. I mean, also, I hate the live audience. It makes it sound like it's a graduation in like an inner city, a high school graduation in an inner city. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I, I hate it. However, this will give them an opportunity. If there's no audience, there's going to be no accountability and it'll give them an opportunity to do to doctor footage, like which they definitely, definitely will do. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that angle, but yeah, less uh, like less or fewer in-person witnesses, I suppose you could manipulate it more. Yeah. It's a more controlled environment for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the Democrats are scaling back their convention scheduled for August in Milwaukee. So they're reducing gathering and speaking in Milwaukee, although Joe Biden will accept the nomination there, apparently. But they're instead focusing on producing several hours of compelling TV programming each night that will be carried by the major TV networks. In other words, propaganda to be aired for hours on end for a few days on all the TV news channels. That, that's what the Democratic National Convention is going to be. Biden and the Democrats' entire strategy is to hide him and stir up as much chaos as possible. 
uh, I think under the theory that hoping that uh, that backlash against the chaos propels Biden to a win. So the question I think is going to come down to who do you blame for the chaos? Do you blame Trump or the Democrats? It seems to me that the problems that exist are almost exclusively in Democrat controlled areas, but rightly or wrongly in the mind of a lot of people in the mind of collective mind of public opinion, the box stops with the president. So given their candidate, I'm actually not even sure this is, I, I don't know that this is a, a terrible strategy. It's a terrible strategy morally, but to win, it could work. I could see it working. Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point in time, I, I don't see how he could, how he could possibly win, but Tucker is worried, which makes me worried. And the polls, the polls, the polls, they keep putting the polls out and all the uh, toss up Trump wins. Biden is leading in some cases by double digits. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, they, they hype national polls a lot, too. I don't care about national polls at all. I care about the state polling. But, I mean, so what's their uh, we'll plan? See. They're going to get them in and then they, they're going to want Stacey Abrams or Kamala Harris to be president. And so what are they going to do? Are they going to kill him or are they just... Or I could see a situation health. where he just he just says, I'm in poor health. I can't do this. I'm bowing out. Mm. Maybe there's already a deal behind the scenes where that's in place. The Democrat, the DNC doesn't do anything without a very specific plan and a very specific strategy. Yeah, they're really conniving. But I mean, Stacey Abrams, they can't possibly want her to run the country. We'll see who he picks. I was looking it up because I was thinking for some reason that he's behind in picking his VP. I, I was thinking, shouldn't he have done that by now? But I looked it up in the past and in, in um, 2008 or in 2016 with Hillary, I forget the exact dates, which was which, but 2008 with Biden, I think Obama didn't announce it till August and Tim Kaine with Hillary. It was sometime in July, I believe. So we're still okay. not actually at that threshold yet. Oh, Tim Kaine. Yeah. That guy. Remember him? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, anyway, the uh, last thing I wanted to mention is just a stupid clip, but you often ask about the term uh, people of color and what, if anything, being black has to do with being Latino in this case or any, any other race other than not being white. Well, discussing coronavirus and the Black Lives Matter protests and riots this week with Telemundo, uh, AOC says Latinos are in fact black. What do you think the Latinx community should do to stop racism among them and among other races? A lot of times I'll hear people say, okay, this is about Black Lives Matter. What about Latinos? And I always say, Latinos are black. <laughs> we, we are Afro-Latina and um, we, we run an entire racial spectrum. And so we have to have conversations around colorism. And we have to have conversations about the African and indigenous roots from which we come. Bitch, how do you square that circle? I, th what she said doesn't Afro make me... Afro-Latina? We run the racial... What did she say? Spectrum? Yeah, racial spectrum. What, is that, what does that even mean? Like a grayscale from white to black, I guess? I that's retarded. Um, go pitch that. I've said this a million times, but go pitch that to some Latin kings and some crips and see and see what happens. Guys, here. you got it all wrong. You're actually the same. You're go the to same. L.A. and sort yeah. it out. Yeah, um, that's patently absurd. I'm 99 percent sure that no black people are going to be cool with this. She literally she says our including herself, our African heritage. What the hell? Is Not <laughs> Alexandria Dolezal Cortez. Mm -hmm. 
They should hang out. They should be friends. Is she like basing this on the the out of Africa theory that they were, that we're all from Africa or something? Which well, is if that debunked. if that's the case, if that is the case, then why would you exclude white people? Then I too am a Latina and <laughs> Black American and Black, yeah. And everyone is everything, and there is no race at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, race is everything and nothing. Okay. Maybe we should support this out of Africa thing, even though it's total BS. Maybe, maybe there can be odd alliances. I, I figured you might have an odd alliance with the burn it down Black Lives Matter guy coming up yes. too. I was going to say that after we listened to the intro, but I thought I would wait. I was like, this guy's onto something, except this is what I want to do. Possible middle ground. To <laughs> anyway, before we get to that, I'm going to bore your faces off with a little bit of a coronavirus because it's back. But as I said, I just want to take a look at a little bit of the numbers to push back on the stirring of Corona fear. Uh, because that's that's what all the news is is leading with into the end of the week and the weekend. So we have seen a sharp uptick in cases nationally since mid-June. That is true. Uh, and the media choose to uh, focus on the states of Arizona, Texas, Florida, places where their Democrat pets are not running the show. Those are the those are the 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 choice uh, case studies at this point. But as you can see, uh, this is just the national data from uh, Worldometers, and yeah, we've seen an uptick in identified cases since mid June. That is true. Now, uh, f- as we speak, Florida and Texas have reinstated some coronavirus restrictions. Some beaches have closed in Florida. Texas has shut down bars and limited restaurant capacity. So in these places, we're kind of moving. We're scaling back the reopening. Um, but there's a lot of context to the way this is being presented. And we're, we're supposed to be afraid again, and we're supposed to lobby for all of our local and state officials to require masks. And we're supposed to ask for shut down the sequel and, uh, you know, a legal requirement to huddle in fear, uh, basically. There are a few things to consider here. Uh, notice how they don't talk about deaths anymore. Yeah. Remember when we used to talk about deaths? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look at deaths. Deaths are at their lowest level since... The end of March, since we started the shutdowns, lowest deaths since then. It's at the tail end of a long three-month curve. Now, a lot of people respond and say, yeah, deaths lag behind cases, you idiot. Wait till July. It's going to be a corona graveyard. Well, maybe. Uh, that stands to reason. That's not an implausible claim. But do death statistics actually lag behind uh, case statistics? Keep in mind that tests are not processed immediately. In a lot of these places, there's a high demand for the processing of cases. It's not uncommon for case for tests to take a week or so to process. So it's not actually that big of a lag. And if you look at the way the data broke down the last spike, there's actually the, the spike in cases and the spike in deaths correspond very tightly. Mm-hmm. So the prior national case spike was April 24th, uh, right here at about 40,000 cases. The prior, well, the, the, the death spike in general was April 21st at 2749, 2700 uh, corona deaths, April 21st. So in the past, we actually haven't seen like a month lag or a three-week lag or even a two-week lag as they've forecasted here. They've actually corresponded very tightly. So we'll see if that plays out. Other than that, obviously, testing has increased very significantly. Yeah. And percent positive cases, percent, per, the percentage of those tests coming back positive, still at relative lows. Now, so, of course, uh, some of this spike that we're seeing is, is going to be explained 
at least in part due to increases in testing. So the more tests you administer, the more cases you identify. We don't have the same shortage of tests that we had earlier in the outbreak. We've actually more than doubled our testing capacity uh, since the start of May. So even if the percentage of those tests coming back positive stayed the same, you would see twice the cases being identified today as you would at the end of May. That explains a huge portion of what we're seeing now. But we do have to acknowledge that there's also been a slight uptick in the percent, uh, the percent of um, tests coming back positive. So they were at a all-time low of 4.5%. 4.5% of the tests administered were coming back positive at the end or at uh, mid-June. The current rate is about 7%, 6.5-7%. So it is on a slight rise. That is true. But let's keep it in the context, too. Back in an end of March, April, we were looking at 20% positive cases in, in some of these tests. We're, we're still at a three-month low, relatively speaking, in the percentage of the cases, percentage of the tests. Why does any of this matter coming back deaths positive. are down? Who cares? Right. That's, that's, well, that's why percent positive, that's why this metric is more useful. Because cases themselves are not necessarily uh bad indicators unless they correspond with hospitalizations and deaths. We don't have the deaths data yet. Again, it's pe- it's the same sky is falling chicken little people who were warning us about nonsense a few months ago, taking a new angle to warn us and scare us without being complete in yeah. supplying the context we need to evaluate the danger here. Now, the other piece that they're going with is, oh, the cases are they're skewing much younger. All the young people are getting it. Good. Uh, that means that we're going to reach herd immunity. Yeah, I don't understand why that's necessarily bad, but as highlighted in this New York Times piece, in Arizona, people aged 20 to 44 now make up half the cases. In Florida, the median age for a positive case is now 35, down from 65 in March. Because it's already swept through the most vulnerable population, and now it's going to reach the young, which is fine because they'll all be fine. You know, if we had done nothing, we would be in way better shape. Potentially, I wish I could see a a counterfactual, a hypothetical, in which we didn't do a lot of the most uh, the most restrictive actions that we took. No, I mean nothing. If we nothing had closed well, schools, no social I think distancing, gotta, no I masks. I think you've got to protect the elderly. Well, yeah, I, I mean, but what we shouldn't have done is put people with COVID back in the nursing homes and stuff well, like yeah. that. whoops on that one. That's why I love that they're still comparing. Uh, Oh, Texas and Florida have really screwed this up, but Andrew Cuomo is a hero to be celebrated. Absurd. Yeah. So we don't do that. We um, tell people that are above 65 to self-quarantine, especially if they're uh, high risk and have um, multiple health issues. And then otherwise, everything stays open. Everybody goes about their business. No masks, no gloves. Fine. Be more vigilant about hand washing, whatever no social distancing, no school closure. I bet we would be in way better shape than we are now. Probably. There's a report out that says um, something like 43% of all U.S. deaths are nursing home. That's an insanely wow. high percentage if it's accurate. It's just, just came Does out the last Does that include assisted days. living too? I don't know the specifics, but uh, the study or the, the, the analysis is out there. Fucking ridiculous. Now, Man, the, other, the other point I want to say on this too, on the young people... None of this should actually be a surprise. When you start reopening, you're going to have more circulation of the virus. What is the alternative? We stay closed forever and all huddle in fear? Yeah, really. Until what? Until there's a vaccine? 
of in the undefined future? So no, until virus- a hero named George Floyd comes around and ends <laughs> coronavirus for all of us. I mean, and, and then, of course, yeah. nobody nobody's talking about how this relates to protests. Um, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. The other thing I wanted to say about this, too, is given the skew in positive cases moving towards young people now, isn't that at least partial evidence that the protests might have some relationship? We'll get to the denial of that in a minute. But how, how you square that, I, I, they're, they're going to try. The other piece, the CDC director, this is being hyped, CDC director says uh, cases could be 10 times higher than we know through the testing. Well, again, so what? If, that's, if that's true, that's good news. This is not yeah. fear porn, that's good news. That means the, fatal- the mortality of this is much, much lower than originally forecasted. And the CDC has already come out, they already shot their wad and came out, even though they backtracked and said that asymptomatic spread is extremely rare, their words. Yeah. And they were like, oh, never mind. Or was that the World Health Organization? That was the World Health Organization, yeah. Um, so, I mean, what's the big deal here? What's, what's my, the problem? My bottom line is they're, they're using a metric in cases that is plausibly explained by additional testing. And even if it's accurate... It, <laughs> We know our ability to test everyone is just not there, as the CDC director is saying right now. But even if it was accurate, it's not an indicator of poor outcomes. Deaths and hospitalizations are poor outcomes. Now, in in full disclosure or a a complete analysis, we do have some areas in Texas, it sounds like, like the Houston area where hospitals are more or less at capacity. We do have some localized. Nope, that's false. It's been debunked by Dan Has... Von Gino. No, it's um, already it's already done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So but... this this hospital director at a at a Houston hospital came out and he was like, "Yeah, we're operating at ninety five percent ICU uh, capacity, yeah. but uh, at this time last year we were operating at like ninety seven percent. It's pretty standard." Because yeah. if you're only operating at seventy percent, like on an annual basis, then that means you have about thirty percent of waste. So they operate at maximum capacity pretty much perpetually to save money. And I've heard that in these these stressed ICUs, it's like a quarter coronavirus patients. The rest are people with Uh, 16 percent. Yeah, maybe less. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of context to these claims for sure. Uh, Bottom line, get back to me when there are significant deaths. Now, of course, if that happens. If we are looking at a massive spike in deaths that corresponds with these with these uh, cases, yeah, I'll reevaluate my stance. But I'm t- I'm sick and tired of people presenting data in a very skewed way to make the most dire warnings possible, and we all need to be vigilant in not letting them dupe us twice. We already they of already got not. us once. But this protest thing could not have unveiled this any better, any more efficiently. And I feel like if you're still being duped by coronavirus at this point in time, like you're so stupid and you should be ashamed of your stupidity because of the protest situation. <laughs> well, the one thing we know for sure, the one thing amid all this uncertainty, the one thing that is demonstrably empirically true is that the rise in cases has absolutely nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter protests and riots. There's no evidence whatsoever. I turned on the news this week and, uh, and this is the way they explained it. Across the country, many states in the north and east have seen fewer new cases, while others in the south and west are seeing record numbers, with eight states amassing more than a 1,000 new cases in the last 24 hours. And still no reports yet of spikes related to protests earlier this month. Oh, no reports, no evidence. That's not a thing. Is it because people like Cuomo (laughs) are uh, refusing contact tracing in terms of uh, protest contact? De Blasio. New York City did that, yeah. Or or it was de Blasio. Um, Yeah. 
the fact that any Americans believe that the political orientation associated with any you know incident of congregation has an influence on virus transmissibility makes me think that as a country, maybe as a people, like we're done for. Like how <laughs> dumb, how dumb do you have to be? A virus doesn't give a shit if you support Black Lives Matter. Who cares? No, it's because they all wear masks, except for this one lady in her job here. She pulled down her uh, her head garb just at this exact moment of Whatever. this photo. Whatever, in That's Chaz, all. there are bums like blowing each other in alleys. <laughs> I don't want to hear that people are wearing masks. It's so crazy. To explain, a lot of the claims are based on this study that came out. This is NBC News reporting here first sentence in the story quote there is no evidence yet that the wave of black lives matter protests across the u.s sparked covid19 outbreaks okay granted if i'm going to make the claim that they have i need to show evidence however a, a month or two ago six weeks ago where is the evidence that the protests in michigan north carolina you got so mad about those guys carrying guns and insisted they were putting other people at risk where is the evidence that that spread coronavirus that is to say Conclusive evidence was not necessary before for you to smear people for their allegedly irresponsible behavior. Now it is, though. Why? All that's shifted is the politics. But they cite this study, which you got to scroll down a little bit to see. The paper, which was posted online, it is not yet peer-reviewed. So, oh, you know, not that I care that. about peer review. But you can you can read the full study. I've I've taken a look through it. It is kind of interesting. But what they did was they looked at the the study looked at uh, cities that had Black Lives Matter protests and then looked at cell phone data to see how much people were moving mm -hmm. in times corresponding to those protests. And as the coverage here describes, uh, as protests went on, people who were not participating increasingly stayed at home, possibly counteracting any effects the large gatherings may have had on the spread of the virus. The researchers concluded so, but that's not that's not saying there's no evidence that these protesters spread the vi the uh, the virus. That's saying that they caused some secondary effects that sort of canceled it out. That is to say, I don't think you'd make the same argument if I went up and coughed or sneezed in your face and then said it's okay because I convinced another guy over there to stay home today. That's effectively what this argument is. Ridiculous. No evidence. No evidence. No evidence. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, too, generally they're saying all oh, these states reopen too soon. All these irresponsible states reopen too soon. Texas opened April 30th. Right. Florida opened May 4th. Arizona opened May 15th. In the case of Texas, that's almost two months ago. Mm -hmm. Does it really make sense that the spread um, that reopening caused has only now emerged? The other factor that you got to consider with these Black Lives Matter protests that I think is highly relevant is I bet there are a lot of people who are trying to do the, 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 the so-called right thing, you want to call it that, prior to the protests by saying, yeah, stuff's opening up, but I'm going to socially distance. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to do my part. Then they saw this. Mm -hmm. Then they saw the Black Lives Matter protests and think, Okay, this is bullshit. I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm not yeah. doing any of that. And that probably has an effect too. For sure. I mean, that's how I would feel if I gave a shit about this from the beginning. Right. I'm sure that there's a lot. So does that cancel out the effect that the protests had or does it amplify it? I think it's there's a fair argument in theory it. that it amplifies it. Uh, also, anyway. uh, the average age of a protester skews young. Yes, exactly. So that's that's why I find it odd that they say no evidence. I know that Did you that's already not, say that? Sorry for... Well, I know they say that that's not... I know that's not conclusive evidence, that just because both demographics skew young now. But isn't it plausible? It's highly suggestive. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, where's this going? Now they're going to push the masks hard on you if they're not already where you live. Um, one county here in Montana has already required it, and I suspect the people running this county might follow them. So I'll see if I come under the, uh, the mask tyranny anytime soon. Uh, but you can count on this. This is going to be the new push. Um, and it's not just going to be in localities and in States. Uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi both say they want a national mask requirement. Somehow Trump can't reopen the economy nationally, but they can force everyone in the country to wear a mask because reasons Uh, this week, Joe Biden was asked if he'd use federal power to mandate wearing a mask in public. And he said from an executive standpoint, yes, I would. Now, mind you, the question was in public, not just in stores, not just in restaurants, not just in crowded spaces in public outside at the park, whatever, riding your bike down the street, whatever. Uh, anywhere outside your home is the implication there. Nancy Pelosi agreed on Friday saying, as long as you're faced with this crisis or we're faced with this crisis, masks should be considered mandatory. She says the CDC hasn't made it mandatory yet because they don't want to embarrass and insult Trump. That's why. And, uh, that makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense in Nancy world. Uh, remember a few weeks ago, MSNBC was doing their best to shame non-mask wearers in Wisconsin, and they got busted by that guy who's like, nah, your cameraman's not wearing a mask <laughs> yeah, either. Well, they're still doing it. They went to Arizona this week, uh, MSNBC team did, and they were trying to shame protesters at a Trump event in Arizona for not wearing masks. And again, it didn't go very well. What are they saying about precisely why they're not wearing a mask? Do you mind if I ask you guys, why not wear a mask? It's not about the mask. It's about the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy that it is okay for tens of thousands of people to go and riot, to go and protest. But you cannot have a group of a thousand or I don't know how many people are, are here. But this is not okay. Are you concerned about your guys' own health? And that I am not why don't you cover the protesters and ask why they aren't wearing a mask? Yeah. Why didn't you do that? The protesters at those events are wearing masks. Why isn't the liberal news media focusing on them not wearing a mask? Does it concern you here? No, it does not concern me. Why not? Because we've had this virus in the States for how long? Do you think that you really haven't come across somebody who hasn't had it in prize? Wow, they've spanked him. Yeah, good for them. I'm glad they stood up for themselves. Uh, This, I gotta talk about this Oregon County because this... (laughs) I wish I had more time to talk about this story. Uh, If you aren't convinced the mask thing is going to become a political weapon, consider what happened in Lincoln County, Oregon this past week. Health officials announced that people of color are exempt from the county's mask requirement, or at least were. They've rescinded now. But at the time, they said that if if you're a person of color, you don't have to wear a mask, unlike all those white people. Because of heightened concerns about racial profiling and harassment, health officials said, quote, no person shall intimidate or harass people who do not comply. No explanation as to why a black person not wearing a mask would be more publicly scrutinized than a white person not wearing a mask. You know what's going to happen here in like six months, the people, the black people in this community are going to be like, we need government funding because as a race, we are disproportionately affected by the virus. That's what makes no sense. I thought that was the narrative. Oh, black people are more vulnerable to coronavirus because it's racist or something. Also, black people shouldn't have to wear a mask because someone might make fun of them for not wearing a mask. Someone might harass them for not wearing a mask. 
I, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it, it didn't matter because this thing didn't stand very long. Uh, they already rescinded this order, citing horrifically racist backlash. <laughs> Unprecedented and horrifically racist <laughs> backlash. Uh, uh, it's I also mean, clearly discriminatory. Yeah, never mind. Uh, we won't get to see this challenge. I, I would have liked to see this challenge just on equal protection grounds and see how that would have played out. It would have been entertaining. We won't get to watch that. And no mention, of course, of how horrifically racist the actual policy was, just the backlash. But what's the lesson here? If you live in Lincoln County, Oregon, and you don't like what your county commissioners are doing, email them and call them a bunch of slurs, and they will change their mind, apparently. I, I thought you guys were stunning and brave and that you stood up to racism and intolerance. I guess not. I guess they happily bend the knee to race, racism and uh, intolerance in Lincoln County, Oregon. And speaking of stunning and brave, much was made of this county commissioner on Twitter this week. Uh, Claire Hall, formerly Bill Hall, is a county commissioner in Lincoln County. Now, a lot of Twitter traffic I saw... Uh, this is like this one says this is the commissioner who mandated that face masks are required now this is in fairness it's a three-person county commission and i don't i haven't seen any evidence that it was uniquely claire hall's idea but, but are claire, any of the other ones dudes in a dress is the thing well i haven't vetted them they're not this fabulous i this can tell you that so much. lazy it's like at least cut it off i also Come on. <laughs> i also looked i wish i had the picture handy but the the three county commissioners standing together i think it's another dude and a chick i, I think um but this uh claire towers over the other commission i mean much much larger in stature than the other commissioners um oh god <laughs> so this uh, is god's wrath we're getting what we deserve as a society this i want to see a pageant between this woman or this whatever this this man who thinks he's a woman and the doctor in pennsylvania the was a state health director there dr rachel or whatever the name is you'd know if you saw the picture i don't have a picture <laughs> handy Anyway, um, really quickly before we move on, because I, I pledge not to bore you too much with Corona talk, but um, just in case you still have faith in government to save the day from this uh, and, and nanny us into uh, prosperity, the reports of how insanely bungled and fraudulent the financial rescue package was are coming out. So the government sent $1.4 billion worth of Corona bucks to dead people. <gasps> That's um, more than a million checks to people who are no longer with us. And the feds are saying this happened because the Treasury Department didn't have access to the Social Security Administration's oh death God. records. Shocking. I'm sure it'll never happen again, though. I'm sure if we hand over control of our health care and everything else, that it, they'll manage it properly. And voting fraud doesn't exist, by the way. No, never happened. The Government Accountability Office is also telling the Trump administration and Congress to uh, investigate and uh, look into uh, potential fraud with the Paycheck Protection Program, the program by which uh, small businesses got forg forgivable loans from the government. The GAO says $670 billion went out with limited safeguards and insufficient guidance and oversight, creating the likelihood that bo uh, borrowers are misusing or improperly receiving money. So uh, the government takes our money, redistributes it recklessly, and then has to take more of our money to investigate itself. And we're told this is the only way that we could possibly be saved from this catastrophe. Do you see the problem yet? Government creates a problem, bungles the solution, and then has to investigate itself to try again next time. We should clearly give them more power. And money. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure all the money that we sent them lost to businesses that are fraudulent and various administrative costs wouldn't have been better uh, used staying in our own pockets, spent by our own free will. And by the way, it's oh not just God. hypothetical. There's a couple in um, in Ashburn, Virginia. They managed to siphon more than $1.4 million out of the Paycheck Protection Program. They've been arrested trying to flee to Poland. They submitted 18 PPP loan applications through 12 banks in the names of four business enti uh, entities. Entities. Four of those applications were approved by three banks. The couple faked multiple IRS forms and claimed they had dozens of employees across <laughs> these multiple businesses, which they do not. The investigation has also found evidence the businesses don't even exist. So <laughs> when you just... Wow. Blank that's, checks that's going out with though. minimal oversight. I can't I believe it. I wish they would have gotten away with it. Is that bad? Trump should pardon them. You know, these people sound based. They're going to exploit <laughs> a terribly flawed government program made out of funny money that's been extracted from all of us anyway. And then they try to flee to Poland. Like, I bet those people are pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I hope I, they don't, I don't throw know. the boat I, I don't think I want to hang out. Anyway. I, I like people to just like a little tax evasion here and there, a little, <laughs> a little extorting. I, I, well, like when it's, I like it. Let me say this. I'm more sympathetic to keeping to people who, again, I'm not advocating. I, I wouldn't advocate this on principle or because Susan Wiki would, would ban me for it. But when you're creating schemes to keep your own money, yeah, I'm a little more sympathetic than when you're creating schemes to get it from other people, which is what they were doing. I know. I'm not yeah. saying that I would have done it or that I like what they did. I just said a piece of me admires it. All right. Fair enough. And I like the Polish, so... I want to talk uh, all the Black Lives Matter events, but perhaps we should take a quick break before we uh, get into those. Sure. I pumped, so I actually don't think I have to feed the baby. Cool. Well, we can carry on. I got plenty more to uh, talk through. I can't wait to get to the hoax hate and the surprise cringe at the end of the show. Ugh, God, it's it's going to destroy us. It's, it's, <laughs> this is the last episode of the show. Maybe. Um, all right. Let me. I've thought this. that before, though, and it's never come to fruition. I don't know how that's even possible. There have been like when you when you, when you advocated or or hoped that Nancy Pelosi would die, I thought that one was going to be a rough one. Um but that's, it was just demonetized, that's all. And you of course had to had to walk it back. You're like, "Oh, you mean of, of natural causes." Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, rehash it once more. I know. I I mean, I just don't think that we're going to get banned. I I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know, man. I saw um, I saw Frank got taken down uh, on Friday's stream for like talking about UFOs. Really? It was harmful content. They took his stream down on Friday. I don't know what it is so. about you, but because you're so thoughtful and moderate, it has given me just this impervious cloak to say whatever the fuck it's, I want. It's really worked out for you. I gotta say. It's, this has been the best arrangement <laughs> ever because my channel like was on the brink of getting nuked. I've had tons of videos taken down. Yeah. Demonetize everything, but I can say whatever I want here. You can That's hide awesome. here. Susan doesn't care. Uh, should I do some super chats? Uh, yes, please. Holden Mulray says, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality. Um, but in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcomed by him. Hmm. Mm. One angry weeb. <laughs> So heard the news about Russia paying religion to peace fighters a bounty for American scalps. Yet another story with unnamed intelligence sources. I smell yet another impeachment pretext. We don't have the appetite for that, but I had a feeling that story would 
bullshit. I didn't look into it much today because um, for, for the same reasons. Sources say, okay, get back to me. Get back to me with the evidence, please. Yeah. Uh, ben Ritter, greetings from your friendly Coeur d'Alene Beauty and the Beta meetup. There's a Coeur d'Alene Beauty and the Beta meetup. Can I come? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, do you guys Let's know see. I live in Coeur d'Alene? Ben Ritter, why don't you shoot me an email and uh, we can meet at um, Honey or something. Uh, I'm going to un- open the treasure chest on DLive too, by the okay. way. Thanks, DLive people. Um, unfashionable observation. Is it weird to go to our own, my own meetup? Do, but they I've watch the show, don't they? So I've I guess- done it. In fact, I should do it again. I didn't do. I did one last summer, and it was a lot of fun. I should uh, message those guys because I need to do a better job of making new friends. I'm terrible at it. But they don't always meet up to watch the show. They do other stuff, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's not like they meet up to watch the stream. It's just people who wanted to go out to dinner. That's all. Oh, okay. It'd be weird if they, they were like, no, you can't. You can't go. <laughs> oh, because you have to do the stream. No, I don't think it's like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfashionable observation says, when Saul Alinsky wrote the tactics of leftist activism in his book, Rules for Radicals, he actually commenced with a glowing acknowledgement of Lucifer himself as the very first radical. Should this really surprise anybody? No, because they're satanic. Uh, mm. Doc Clown says, this is a mostly peaceful super chat. <laughs> oh well thank you we always appreciate that richard enormous took a week off social media visited my parents kissed my homies on the lips i recommend everyone try it that's super gay but whatever you're into uh chase elliott thank you Mana Blonde, for providing us a sanity safe space while working 10 hours each day the race war corona slash coronavirus is a division tactic by the left to put the country against trump here here Shotgun seems, Williams. yeah it seems pretty deliberate at this point Shotgun Williams says, chat of peace. Nothing to see here with Wiki. Wiki, Wiki, Wiki. Black Magic. Uh, just when you think Mel Gibson can't any more awesome, he goes and calls Winona Ryder an oven dosher to her face. LMA. Jesus. Face. <laughs> Did you hear that story that week? I, I read that headline and I, I laughed for like five minutes. He goes up to he her cr- at a party, at like a Vanity Fair party or something like that. And he goes, So, you wanted them oven dodgers? <laughs> That's awful. I disavow. <laughs> I disavow. Oh, I bought PN says I finally got to meet up with some friends. IRL have some Corona bucks to help me celebrate. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Now let's just do like three more. Eric charm. L. Careful. That's the one thing that could get us banned. Um, air A I R. When you guys going to, when are you guys going to nail down that Hugo boss sponsorship? I'm working on it. Um, I, I have a picture of my baby doing a see Kyle. So maybe that that'll be a, make me a shoe in for it. She just likes to sleep with her hands. Was it, is head. it a ultrasound? Was it in the womb? Uh, I did have an ultrasound <laughs> where she looked like she was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. Cherished. Uh, yeah. bubbly noodle says spending my birthday with my favorite podcast duo. I hit level 31 today. I can't wait to see what insanity July brings us by the way. Love the hair blonde. Thank you so much. 31. Oh, well, it's ha- a good age. Yeah. For a man, if you're a woman, you have to kill yourself. You better have it ironed out or you're screwed at this point. <laughs> I'm 32, uh, no, by the way. My life has gotten a lot better since turning 30, um, which seems weird because you think 20s is like prime of your life. 20s were, uh, 20s were really shitty for me in a lot of I've ways. I've also enjoyed my 30s much. 30 plus has more. been pretty cool. Yeah, It has been great. John Martin, can we wrap this up by eight? Got to catch the BET Awards while wearing my Black Lives <laughs> Matter shirt and chanting, I can't breathe. Oh, I can't wait to see the pandering. It's oh, going to be that unreal. Tonight? I think Go it's on like melanin. right now. Yeah. Uh, one more. 
Uh, okay. Josiah Bush has participated in a sweet meetup in Coeur d'Alene today. More to come, I'm sure. How many audience members do I have in Coeur d'Alene? You guys I know, know send, I live there. I would love to hang out. Send us a photo. We'll uh, we'll we'll show it on the show next week. Hope you guys had fun. I'm looking for friends. Like half the people at my baby shower were uh, fans of the show. Um, no, we had that like. Uh, sometimes my computer like does that weird freeze thing. So they probably just saw an interruption in the stream, but it will come back. Okay. Um, the chat's probably doing F's right now, but let me know. when. I won't say anything um, super racist. Then. No, no, that was just like my computer freezing up. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't Susan, oh. but is, are we good? Is the chat, uh, are they? They are saying it's back. Okay. Yeah. That Sorry about the interruption. The ultimate opportunity for a hot mic moment. Yeah. Careful. Uh, real quick over, um, just a few more on Streamlabs. Uh, Cameron says, uh, well, this, this one's a trap. I'll see what I can read here. BLM UK is making demands for Israel to give back land stolen from, stolen from Palestine and other countries that should sanction Israel. Now we will see who truly wields power in the world. I have to stop it there. (laughs) Who said that? It's too spicy. Cameron, Cameron, uh, over on Streamlabs. Thank you, Cameron. BLM is a German death cult. Congratulations, uh, Rebecca, on the birth of your daughter. I'm starting to think we're experiencing the consequences of a religion where uh, women are the priesthood. Interesting. Uh, BLM is white liberal degeneracy. Uh, LMFAO, uh, a black man named Bubba in 2020. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it is. Whatever. Can I read this one? Dildo Swaggins. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can say this. Come on. NASCAR is for swimmers, not joggers. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Maybe if uh, they were. Well, come on, man. I, I, I have to stop it there. That's, that one. That one's a little rough. Can uh, anybody but, in the live chat tell me what it said? No. It's over on Streamlabs. It's, uh, you can check it out. I don't know if those are publicly viewable, though. You'd have to have the link. Uh, Raggle Fraggle says, do you guys hear that Antifa is getting renamed? They are now referred to as Vanilla Isis. I've heard that one before, <laughs> definitely. That's a, that's a good nickname for them. Like Phil it. says, um, Shapiro is currently cheering the Mississippi legislator taking down, legislature taking down the state flag because of the stars and bars on it. He is, uh, <laughs> he is wrong on this one. <laughs> And uh, (laughs) I disagree with Ben Shapiro's stance. (laughs) How much of that did he actually say? Just the first part? Um, It goes on. It goes on a little bit. It's I got it. I just got to be careful. I got to be careful. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Phil. Uh, Dr. Jonathan says, happy birthday to my wonderful sister, Joanna, who was uh, forcibly converted into a fan. (laughs) Just the way women should be treated. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, and happy birthday, Joanna. And lastly, Crypto Crook Crooks says, I got blackpilled recently. I became a citizen of the greatest country in the world a couple months ago, and I see how it falls apart. WTF people, get your shit together, people. Well, we got a lot to fix for sure. And of course, um, thank you guys. Greatest country in the world. For, um, well, there's nowhere I'd rather live, but we do have a lot of problems, and uh, I hope I hope we can get them sorted out. Um, Eastern Europe, Europe is gonna do better than us. I think. I, I'm I'm playing fiddle as the Titanic sinks if I have to. I ain't going nowhere. But uh, and we also, also Lemmingworth, thanks for supporting the show over on D Live. Much appreciated. All right, let's get back to uh, get back to some news. 
because it was a big week of uh, of Black Lives Matter shenanigans. I think most uh, most notably, you had Hank Newsom or Hawk Newsom. Not I always want to read it Hank Hawk Newsom, co-founder of the Black Lives Matter. New York chapter who appeared on Fox news this week and said, uh, if black lives matter doesn't get what they want, they'll burn the system down. And it's up to you to interpret whether you want to, whether you want to interpret that figuratively or literally, here's what he had to say. You also have called, uh, said that violence is sometimes necessary in these situations. What exactly is it that you hope to achieve through violence? Wow, um, it's interesting that you would pose the, that question like that because this country is built upon violence. What was the American Revolution? I watched you, you know, talking in, on a bunch of different interviews today, and you said, burn it down. You said, burn it down. It's time. I said, if this country... If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. All right. And I could be speaking phys- fit, uh, figuratively. Okay. I could be speaking literally. It's a matter of interpretation. Think about the last few weeks. Now, this this part is what I thought was kind of interesting, because he also talks about Jesus being black and yada, yada, yada. But he goes on to say, agree with me or not. Look, violence and force are, are working. They're producing the effects that we want. I thought this was the more interesting part of the interview. Since we started protesting, uh, there have been eight cops fired across the country. You remember they were telling us that there was due process, but the moment people start destroying property, now cops can be fired automatically. What is this country uh, rewarding? What behavior is it listening to? Obviously not marching. Okay, I agree with a few things that he may have said there <laughs> can we start off with disagreement <laughs> uh, I mean, he's talking what he's talking about is immoral but on, on the things that he's saying as matters of fact i'm not sure that i disagree on the latter part no i mean the, the, he's right also about um basically every nation being built on violence and violence being an effective tool to achieve uh political gain moral gain all sorts of things. Violence is a is a necessary means to any end. Uh, I, I can't agree with that. I would say that it it has certain in certain circumstances it is or can be moral, but that has to be appropriately qualified. And okay, I don't think yeah. that he did that there. Uh, okay, fine. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, but you know, for the most part, he's right. Like this country, every country, basically built on some kind of violent history. Fine. Yeah, I wonder how he would respond to that. Would he say that the United States is unique in its violence or or that's just the fact of the world? That's just the state of the world. I don't know how he would respond to that. Uh, and then the other thing, of course, that I agree with is this, um, like we're, we're going to have to burn down the system. Now, in the hands of these people, uh, they would be uh, inequipped to rebuild it in any kind of effective way. They clearly lack intelligence of any level of ability to organize like black it's not, lives matter can't build a better new york city is that what you're telling me yeah they can't like if Wakanda's they try if not they coming? burn things down it would not be fucking wakanda it's <laughs> but he's right in that this system is clearly broken politically this country's not working we have serious cultural and societal problems we don't have a cohesive um populace and that that some things are going to need to be uprooted probably just burned to the ground and recreated 
in the image that we see fit now, not in the image that Black Lives Matter sees fit. So like for the most part, I'm I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm with you, dude, but you can't have any power. <laughs> no, not <laughs> Or you. you have to have power in your own sovereign place and right. leave me alone, that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, but what he says too, I thought was interesting. Like, listen, uh, violence and force are working. Now, again, I think what he's describing there is immoral and I don't think anybody should do it. And I'm going to continue right. to criticize people who are doing it. But the only other counterpoint I can, I can say there is there is some polling that shows that peaceful demonstrations are more effective in swaying public opinion than violent riots. But to what he's saying, there's no denying that we have mostly met this violence with not just laying down for it, but in many cases, actively appeasing it. We'll see some more examples of this coming up soon. Maybe not violence, but threats of violence, threats of force. See Minneapolis. They burned down the police precinct and multiple city blocks. And the city government has not just allowed them to do that, not just vacated the police precinct to allow them to do that, but they've laid down for their agenda after the fact. Yeah. I can't dispute his point that it has been effective. What I would say is, I mean, he says, what is this country rewarding? I would say, yeah, that that's a problem. Let's stop rewarding this bullshit and meet force with well, force. Yeah, this is how children get spoiled. Like they're yeah. screaming and crying and you give them a cookie and then you've got like a fat, spoiled, useless child that knows right. that, they, that you'll appease them in any way you want to. This is exactly how the black community is. Uh, it's, is becoming. And speaking of appeasement and just allowing this nonsense to continue, it looks like the latest strategy in DC is just Black Lives Matter marching into businesses and yelling, insisting that everyone listen to them or they're going to shut down the business. They did this at Target and they did this at a restaurant among a few other places over the last couple of days. Here are some scenes from that. money over people you stop calling the police you stop calling the police we continue to shut your business down I think this is the exact same group judging by the voice of the guy but I'm not sure I'm 90% sure it's the same group going to a restaurant Look at this guy. All right, I'll put my fist up. Bitch tits over there. <laughs> you're like, oh, I have to appease these people. This is so ridiculous. In his mind, he's thinking like, oh, I, I hate black people now. What do I do about that? Now, the restaurant confirmed they were obviously not a part of this, but they sort of allowed it to continue because nobody, whether they're at Target or at this restaurant, has the balls to just walk up to them and tell them to shut the hell up and get the hell out of here. And the DC police appear content to allow this to continue. And mind you, it's not just disruption of people's business on private property. What they were saying at target is extortion. If you call the police, we will end you. We will end your business. That is a threat under use of force. That is extortion. That what they're doing there is not just a criminal trespass, assuming target views it that way. It is, a, it is a threat to behave the way that they want you to behave or else. Why would the police or the business owners allow this to happen other than an astounding lack of courage? 
Uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, fear of the repercussions, social media, and then the police aren't going to do anything to help them. Yeah. And with no resistance to Hawk Newsom's point, why wouldn't you use these tactics? If, if there's no resistance and you don't have any moral uh, opposition to that sort of thing. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It appears to be working. Well, Michael so, Knowles is right. They are trying to make people racist. They're trying to instigate white people to the point that they're reactionary. And then they're like, oh, look how fucking violent you are. Uh, could be. I mean, it does seem like there's a deliberate attempt to uh, make people uh, racist. Yeah. To, I to mean, just who make, sees to that? To racialize everything. Yeah. Who sees that yeah. and is like, oh, the black community like totally has their shit together and stuff. Did you see what happened with Jenna Marbles this week? I, I didn't look that much into it, but she <sighs> was she what? Atoned for her past sins and has canceled herself more or less. She canceled herself. She quit her own channel. She has 20 million subscribers because she did like quasi blackface in 2011 and then made some hilarious joke about Asians. It's like and hmm. the video is just her crying because people were, were talking about it on Twitter and stuff like that. It's like for every person like like her, we, we, we need somebody else to be like, yeah, I said some shit. And you know what? I'm not sorry because it was funny and I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Those people will be hailed as local heroes at this point in time. Yeah, I don't, I appreciate courage for courage's sake. I don't have to agree with you, but if you're willing to stand up for what you believe in and stand up for yourself, you're going to get at least respect from me. Yeah. These, these places, I have, I have no respect for a guy who just had his dinner interrupted and Ooh. is okay. I'll raise my fist to be in solidarity with you. No, shut the hell was up he and get the woman? hell out of here. He looked like he was with a woman of color, no less. Oh, but uh, he has a lot of um, he has a lot of solidarity to express. Your black girlfriend's not going to suck your balls because you did this. <laughs> like, stop, stop. She probably would respect him more if he just sat there. Uh, well, it's hard to respect the sights that we just saw. There was also th this event that happened in Madison, Wisconsin, was one of the craziest events of the week. There was a guy who took over a restaurant in much the same way, yelling through a bullhorn. He's a 28 year old man named uh, Devin Ray Johnson. I don't know how to say his name. Mr. Johnson, he entered a cafe with a bullhorn and a baseball bat, accusing people of being racist. Then the establishment called the police and the police arrested him and uh, he resisted uh, a little bit. This is what the scene looked like. Well, then the police disturbed the shit out of him to get him arrested. And um, there was a, actually a long struggle. You can watch a lot of this on surveillance camp. Oh, look, and a female cop unable to... <laughs> how many cops does it take to to put down one short black dude? Well, these days it takes 10 because you're only allowed to flick them to get them <laughs> detained. Flick them into submission. <laughs> and it's only a matter of time till that goes away, too. Oof. But that's not where the story ends. Uh this actually prompted a riot of uh, comparatively small scale riot, I guess. 300 demonstrators blocked traffic and yelled at drivers. One person was injured when a car hit him. Organizers said the night would not be peaceful. We're done being peaceful, they said. We're now demanding justice. Amid the chaos, Democratic State Senator Tim Carpenter was assaulted by the mob after he took pictures of the protesters. Uh, Carpenter, by the way, identifies as a gay progressive. Here's what happened to him. Hey, 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 
Delete it, they're saying. Okay. I'd be scared too if I saw that chick barreling towards me. <laughs> Jesus. It's a lot of momentum. Uh, he says he may have a concussion. Vision in his left eye is a little blurry, and he has a swollen cheek and a sore neck and ribs. Rioters also toppled an abolitionist statue because that's just what we do. We destroy property. Uh, meanwhile, I mentioned uh, several cases, mostly in DC, but some were in other locations. Favorite thing of the week is woke white leftist protesters lecturing black cops about how black cops are the problem. Check out some of these uh, examples. You're a piece of shit. You really are. You really are. You're part of the fucking problem. Tell this bitch ass nigga stop putting his hands on people. If you couldn't hear it, he called him a bitch ass N word. <laughs> okay. What the They have Nazi tattoos, he says. Oh, because I can't be racist, right? No, sir, I was talking to him. Yeah, exactly. Systemically, no, sir. Systemically, racism can only be white. Systemically, sir. I have a question for you. You're white and you're telling this to two black police officers. Just because I'm white and I haven't experienced racism myself doesn't mean I can't fight for justice. They're a part of the system. They're a part of the problem. Just because they're black doesn't mean they're not a part of the problem. Racism is a white person's problem. Racism is my problem. I need to fix it. They know what that means. They know what it means. He's black. He's black. He's black. He's black. I'm confused why they aren't doing anything about her wearing the Blue Lives Matter flag. You know what it means. What does it mean? It means that we don't support Black Lives Matter. So you're white and you're telling the black guy he doesn't. That guy's not white. I mean, I don't understand why people think the way they think. And it's sad that the white people need to be here, but there aren't enough black people because what they've done to black people. Oh, man. (laughs) Dude, come on. Come on. When is the rest of society going to be like, we got to kill these people? We got to kill them. We got to kill them. You know who would take care of this? Putin. Putin uh, would deal with these people. <laughs> hypothetically, Susan, just like Hawk Newsom, hypothetically. Oh my God. I can't uh, take it anymore. Am I the only person that's like like losing their mind every time they see this? This is beyond <laughs> like me being like, oh, look at the look at this is for the lols. For the lols. I'm I'm so angry for the lols. Like, no, these people need to be ended. Did you see the white slave alternate universe? I would say reenactment, but it's not a reenactment. Alternate universe enactment. Did you see that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, okay. So in South Carolina, um, there, they were marching in what is supposed to, the, the concept was what if this was your history? And they had black people leading a slave march of, uh, of white people. Here's the clip. This was your history? And what if the roles were reversed? Don't look at me in my eyes. What if this was your history? What's wrong with you, son? Look at the lash wounds on their backs. In this situation, I want all the white people to be killed, though, to be fair. Oh, well, that's that's reasonable. Okay. I, I got to say, um, pretty decent job on the makeup. 
pretty decent job on the fake one. Oh, or maybe that's they real. actually maybe they really got lashed. <laughs> maybe they were that committed. But pretty good job. And then at this point, an actual Black Lives Matter girl comes in and is like, "What the hell are you guys doing? Stop! This is embarrassing. Stop! Stop doing this." Okay. Meanwhile, uh, unless you have any, any more to say about that. Everything I have to say is about killing all of these people. So I don't know what you want here. <laughs> I'm at the end of my rope. Um, we are going to have to take a super chat break soon, though, because my baby needs to eat. Okay. Um, can you get through like uh, just a couple minutes here? And then we yeah. have a natural break. Um, <laughs> because uh, good thing you're not on Twitter anymore because you couldn't say anything like that on Twitter. Trump. Uh, can't even say that they won't allow an autonomous zone to be built in DC. If the, if there is, or they try to build a Chaz style autonomous zone, they will be met with force. Twitter flagged that as a rules violation, uh, because it's abusive behavior, but they leave it up because it's you know publicly noteworthy public of public interest, whatever. Twitter's been doing that to his account lately. What is interesting is that, um, is that Mashable to cite one of numerous examples, Mashable can post a how to, on how to a hypothetical how to i have to be fair hypothetical how to for uh, instructions on how to destroy statues how to deface or destroy public property this is fine this didn't get any sort of um of punishment from twitter obviously we're not telling you to commit any crimes and we also can't tell you to deface any property but we thought it'd be interesting to look at a purely hypothetical Bitch, way to safely remove a statue. Tip number one, you're gonna wanna use chains, not rope. Wrap the chain around the top end of the statue. You'll want enough slack on both sides. For say a 20 foot statue, you should have at least 40 people involved in this takedown. Oh, thanks. Great tip, I appreciate it. And then That's stand fine. right underneath it. That was one of her tips. Don't stand underneath it so you don't get your skull crushed. Oh, the fact that she has to say that is a real <laughs> testimony to black intelligence, isn't it? Uh, what? That's a lot of hate in that heart. What does this Filipino bitch know about black lives? What would she know? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. This unholy alliance across all these races that have nothing in common. It's preposterous. <laughs> it's preposterous to think that a tiny Filipino woman, which is like the the sexual fetish of of every white man in america has some has some kind of idea what it's like to be a black american is she a person of color obviously she- this is all pursuant to preserving the memory and honor of george floyd whose name we can't even remember check out uh, pelosi and schumer this week i'm speaker do you think that i can tell george's daughter that his name will be always remembered because you will name the bill for him. And I said, well, I'll recommend that to the Judiciary Committee and to the Congressional Black Caucus who have shaped the bill. But I only will do that if you tell me that this legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. And he said it is. Who do you believe when it comes to civil rights and police accountability? Mitch McConnell or the lawyer for the families of Floyd Taylor uh, George Taylor, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor. 
Yeah, we're preserving the memory of those people who we can't remember. Oh, this was during uh, debate and filibuster in the Senate side of a police reform bill that Democrats demand so that George Floyd's death doesn't, uh, you know, is not in vain. Of course, the whole thing was shut down, though. There was no progress made in Congress at all because Democrats shut it down. If who, you believe who does there's she any. even mean? I Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. George Kirby was a comedian, singer, and actor who died in 1995. When, uh, back when Nancy Pelosi was still a spring chicken, only 55 years old in 1995. Oh my God. She looks terrible. I w- I'm just looking at her. It's like she practically has embalming fluid leaking out of her orifices. Well, for 80 years old, you know, <laughs> I've seen worse, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, you wonder how much of it is clothespinned back behind her face and neck. Anyway, uh, all right, so you need a break, you said. Uh, yeah, can, will you do Super Chats? How long can you can I let have? me? Uh, could you cut? What, how much time does it take? You think you could be back in like 10? I uh, just, I can pop a boob in her mouth and be back in 10. Okay, uh, can you tell me where you left off on Super Chats? Uh, sure. I'm coming, girl. Uh, Josiah Bush. Uh, let me find it. Eric Burns Marsh said, speaking of there racing. We go, yeah. The ex-boss of Formula One said that blacks are more racist. <laughs> wow, I don't. Can you say that? I can't. I don't know if that's allowed. It's all allowed on the show. We do. We do what we want. All right. Well, we'll right, uh, we'll back get back to ten. the rest of the show in in ten minutes, and in the meantime, we'll catch up with uh, with Super Chat. Uh, thank you for your patience, guys, as well with Blonde's availability. Uh, I want to catch up. Uh, where did I leave off on uh, Streamlabs? I want to make sure Streamlabs doesn't get ignored. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah. E is for egg rolls. Here we go. On my walk this morning, I called the cops on a, a dude <laughs> on my walk this morning. I called the cops on a dude beating it on the sidewalk. Cops nabbed him for indecent exposure and then discovered he had a felony warrant and was holding property stolen earlier that morning. I feel I've earned a law and one law and order tweet from Trump. I wish Trump would personally describe that story. Uh, I'm sorry to hear you had to see that, I guess, but uh, hey, uh, justice served, I suppose. Crypto Crook says, uh, there's a silver lining though. My wife is pro 2A now. Previously, she was vehemently against having a gun at home. Well, that is a silver lining and I'm glad to hear it. Crypto Crook also says, Matt, you missed my last message in which I had a little bit of a white pill. Uh, I'm sorry. Was that this show or was that last show? Um, Sometimes I do miss them. So my apology, but of course you're welcome to email me anytime if you'd like to share. Uh, Phil says, are the only people opposing BLM and calling bullshit uh, on this whole operation, a handful of internet shit posters. Have any politicians said anything stronger than all lives matter in response? Um, well, certainly not on the Democrat side. There's basically no condemnation or resistance to this. And yeah, even a lot of Republican or conservative or libertarian response tends to grant the premises that they present while, go, while disavowing or condemning the tactics and the destruction. But I do wish we had a little more courage in challenging the premises because the narrative that this is a systemically racist country and that black people are systemically mistreated by the police, uh, I think is bunk. I don't think it stands to the evidence or to reason. And I think it should be challenged. It's not just that they're burning cities down, though of course that matters the most. It's that the reasons they're doing it are flat out factually wrong and should be challenged as such. Uh, Jay says the removal of our statues, history, and our cultural heritage is about the four olds. Uh, 
what are we seeing is what we are seeing is the mobilization of Marxism, plain and plain and simple. Always call it by its name. Hard to argue otherwise. Uh, it, it takes a lot of disguises and a lot of supposed motives and a lot of supposed pretenses. But at the end of the day, it always tends to go toward that end, doesn't it? It's a, it's a hard pattern to ignore. Incompetent Hands 30 says, mad that the pandemic shut everything down again, but I have a sneaking suspicion that everything will open back up on 9-8. Um, I, I've, I have to confess, I don't know the date significance there. Something on the 7th? Uh, what, what's the significance of September 8th? You have to clue me in. Uh, just an emoji from Sam. Thank you, Sam. Travis says, uh, fire police, hire private security for public safety. WTF, only the rich would be able to afford private security, and it's usually made up of ex-cops and vets anyway. Also way less accountable. Uh, yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I, uh, I don't want to be hanging out in Minneapolis anytime soon, but we'll see how this goes. Uh, the one ton hammer says that's not a noose. That's a Bimini Bimini knot. And it's not functional. It doesn't tighten. Geez. Wasn't anyone else a boy scout? I have to confess. I am not a knot expert, but that's what, uh, among the knot experts I've heard at, or seen on Twitter. That's what they say is it's not a, it's not a slip knot. It's not functional regardless. Uh, Matthew West says, Matt, thanks for the years of the show and the healthy reasoning. What are your suggested visits in Bozeman asking for future vacationing? Also blonde congrats on your baby and the amazing days you have ahead of you. Well, it depends on what you're, um, uh, and I'll be sure to let uh, blonde know, uh, as well. Thanks for the congratulations to her. Uh, it depends what you're looking for. I, uh, tend to think that the, the biggest attractions in this part of the country are natural attractions. I think you should go see Yellowstone. I think you should go see the Grand Tetons. I think you should see the state of the American West, uh, in sort of its timeless, unaltered state that it exists in and out out here. So that's what I would encourage. Find a way to get off the roads and into the wilderness and enter that timeless space. It's really cool stuff. That said, if you're more of a city person and uh, you want to see the city and do the city stuff, Bozeman has has cool stuff to do too. Um, and uh, I can, if you have specific asks, send me an email and I can, I can uh, make some, uh, give you some recommendations. Uh, and, and good luck in your visit. Freddy Sauce says, Blonde, your nose is looking quite petite this week. Well, that is a very, very nice compliment. I'll be sure to forward that one. Uh, Mike Bob says, Matt, you mentioned you drive a WRX. I had a 2000 WRX back in Australia. What year is yours? I got a Mitsubishi Evo 8 when I moved here. Put 200, uh, put 282 camshaft in the engine because I miss the WRX rumble. I have a 2015, the first year when they shifted over to the new two liter engine. And, um, and I love that car. I think it's, uh, I think it's awesome. I, um, you know, it's, it's, I've had it since late 2014. I'm pushing like 90,000 miles on it. Love the car. Probably prime time to trade it in, but I don't want to trade it in. And I've, I haven't done a lot of modifications on it or anything like that. Just put some um, some custom pieces on it so it stands out a little bit. has a little unique aesthetic. But other than that, it's mostly factory. And uh, I love that car. I'll drive it till it dies. Um, and I wish I wish the Evo was still around too. Those um, I haven't had a chance to drive one, but I always like the, uh, the competition, of course. And Ford's putting out cool stuff too in that sort of classic car. Uh, Mojack420 says, hello, I'm George Kirby's legs. Did anyone miss me? If, if you're the person who sent me the video, I did see this video of the alleged mannequin of George Floyd missing legs at the, uh, at the site in Minneapolis uh, where he was put into the ambulance. And I got to say, the video is pretty interesting. What I'm most interested by, it was just, it's on some random bit shoot channel. So I don't know if, how credible it is, but it had a now this stamp on it. And I want to see the original source of the now this stamp 
uh, or the now this video. I could, I wasn't able to find it, but if there's footage that shows that that was actually posted by now this, I find that kind of compelling, but uh, I haven't had enough time to dive totally down the rabbit hole. Grim turd says virtual debates mean deep fakes. The technology exists and, and it is nearly flawless. The only defense we have is Elon's neural link to instantly debunk fact claims. But uh, then we're in a cyberpunk scenario. I hadn't thought of that. And uh, the, the deep fakes I have seen recently, they're like, I would say they're like 99% there. You can, if you really look, you can see something's kind of off. But if you saw it and it was presented by so-called credible sources as legitimate, it might be hard to tell the difference, no doubt. Josiah Lott says, stand with Jaden. Congrats to flight on 34 days clean. You said that on Wednesday or someone did. That's uh, I don't know how Susan feels about, about those. Thank you for supporting the show. Boogeyman917 says, uh, well, I joined the ranks of first-time gun owners this week. I ordered a pump-action shotgun as my first choice. Well, congratulations. That is my choice for uh, office defense or general home defense. So uh, you should be safe in your dwelling unless things get really crazy. Uh, But that just means uh, if you're not prepared for certain circumstances, you just have to get a different gun that is uh, more suited to whatever you might need it for. And uh, congratulations on taking your own safety into your own hands. Kim uh, Kim Patsu says, in videos taken before the fact, you can see pull cords tied to the common loop knots on most garages, including Bay 4, Bubba's. But the photo released by NASCAR is more noose-like, so probably a publicity stunt by NASCAR. It could be. The biggest question to me is, if if you had this photo for four days and a lot of doubt, including the FBI's doubt about the story as told, why would you hang on to the photo for as long as you did? Why wouldn't you put it out immediately? I wish we could get someone could find the metadata or something to get a conclusive answer about when that photo was taken. Professor Chaos says, no, it can't can't be appealed. The DOJ would have to appeal it and they won't. The judge can't appeal it. The case is now over. Ah, interesting. Thank you for the the clarification. I'm not an expert on the the process here. So if that's, I wonder what CNN means when they say that it's not over then. Um, My only, not that I dispute your, your legal claim there. I just... This case has been so silly from the start. That is to say, like the fact that a judge was going to appoint effectively a replacement prosecutor after the prosecution drops out. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them to invent some bizarre new thing procedurally to to drag this thing out. This is the only thing I'd say uh, that we might w- want to watch out for. But of course, I'm hoping for justice for General Flynn and, and for this matter to be resolved. Uh Jay says AOC's blackness is referring to black slaves intermixing with other groups in Latin America too late for white boy, George Zimmerman's court case. That's right. I forgot. Uh, okay. So that's how she gets to Afro Latina. Is that, I wonder if that's in her heritage. Cause she did say R the, but, uh, but that, and that also doesn't mean that, um, that Latinos are black. That just means that there was intermixing in the past. I don't know, whatever. This the stealth Hispanic says as a representative of the Hispanic delegation, I will gladly trade AOC for blonde Matt. See if you can get traded to the black delegation for Sean King. Why do I have to get, tra- I don't want to, I don't want to trade. I don't want, but uh, well, I guess if you, if you want Sean King to join your club though, uh, Polaris five, eight, nine says in response to a cop kneeling, a guy to death, Ohio Democrats decided to try and fail to ban or s- ban the sale of Confederate flags at County fairs. I'm in good hands. That seems to me like there's gotta be some serious constitutional implications on that one. Uh, when you say they failed, what does that mean? Were they challenged or did they just back off? Uh, I'll have to check it out. 
Uh, Nicholas Van Neal says, everyone is freaking out down here in Victoria because we've had a week of double digit new cases and rising by the day. They never mentioned that none of those cases were hospitalized and we've only had two deaths in the last month. Wow. I don't know which, um, are they, what are they called in Australia? Are they called territories or provinces or states? What do you guys, what do you guys call them? I don't know. Is Victoria one of the better shape ones or the worst shape ones? Either way, those are Montana minuscule numbers. So I, I don't think you have much to worry about. David Cooper says, thank God we have people talking back against these false narratives from the MSM. Well, thanks for tuning in. And I hope we don't bore you to death with the numbers, but uh, we got to think critically about these. Uh, Agent Smith says, uh, Commissar Daniel Andrews shut down the state of Victoria again. And now we have toilet paper shortages again. Oh my God. Uh, they didn't people don't they still have stashes left over from last time uh royal wind says the whole coronavirus riots episode has further convinced me that our leaders and experts are genuinely stupid as well as cowardly i'd rather throw darts at a phone book to select politicians you probably have better luck um <laughs> we did have a couple of kind words for you matthew said congratulations and freddie sauce says your nose is back to petite it's, so uh, I'd say it's like 60 to 70% back to normal. I was yeah. retaining water in my nose during my pregnancy or something. Is that legit? That's a thing? Uh, my midwife said that I probably had swollen capillaries. And I was like, hmm. but it's increased like 40%. She's like, yeah, it has. Let's, uh, let's get back to the stories. I'm leaving off. Capitalism for the win will be the next one when we return to uh, Super Chat. But I'll, I'll, I've got it marked, so I'll get you back on track oh, when we come God. back. Um, I just, before we get to the hoax hate and the, um, and the surprise cringe, which are all excellent and I can't wait to discuss, I got to talk about Chaz really quick because Chaz is supposedly coming to an end. At least that's what, um, mayor Jenny Durkin says after several shootings, we covered one last weekend, but then there were several more, including the night that we were streaming. There was another shooting. So she says she's going to end it, but they're not going to use the cops. They're going to like convince these people to leave. It sounds like there's been a lot of attrition in Chaz. People have left voluntarily. Uh, at this hour, as far as I understand, Chaz remains intact, though. Maybe some people who are in the area can correct me. But as far as I can see, it is still uh, up in place. City crews attempted to remove barricades this weekend, but protesters stopped them. Jenny Durkin, the mayor, has been meeting with a select group of the protesters discussing their demands. She has not spoken with reporters, but the Chazistanis are saying their demands are a 50% budget cut for Seattle PD primarily, and that arrested protesters will be freed, and there are a few other demands. Uh, anyway, reason I want to talk about it is one guy has had enough, and he just began dismantling Chaz himself uh, in what may be the clip of the week. Check this out. It's good table flipping, <laughs> satisfying. It does look really satisfying. <laughs> Double birds on the way out. This this is uh, 
that's the sort of pushback that we need. Now, I don't, I'm not saying destroy people's property, but that's the irony. Oh, you, you're destroying people's property. They're yelling at this guy. Oh, th- because Chaz has not done that. Chaz right. has not destroyed people's property. Yeah. What I'm saying is we need the courage to stand up to these people in this way and say, listen, your destruction of our communities, your violent aggression, none of that bullshit's going to be tolerated. If you want to bring force upon us, be prepared to have force to meet you. Yeah. So I, as far as I can tell, that guy is un- unidentified. I haven't seen any sort of um, identification of him, but a round of applause for him. Uh, he, he has more balls than, than any city leader or any person who, who is having their livelihood destroyed, quite frankly. But that's not to say people aren't acting. Because there's now at least two lawsuits filed against Jenny Durkin and Jay Inslee, the governor, and Good. various uh, C- city of Seattle leadership. Wouldn't uh, you? I mean, I'd be so pissed if I had a business that I, I, I didn't, you know, agree with the politics of the surrounding area, but it was a good place to put a business. Yeah. Uh, if I had to deal with all this bullshit, I'd be furious. Oh, I agree uh, with the general the general idea here, I wonder how this is going to play out in court. Cause of course, as we've discussed in the past, and I say this as a legal layman shooting from the hip. So lawyers among the audience, feel free to point me in the right direction. But as far as I understand, the Supreme court has said the city, the police force, the government in general doesn't have an obligation to protect you constitutionally, but they're taking a constitutional angle in this particular lawsuit. Uh, plaintiffs allege uh, constitutional violations by the city. They want uh, they say they were denied equal protection of law and denied life, liberty, and, and process, or uh, life, liberty, and property without due process. Mm-hmm. How is that going to square with the idea that the police don't actually have a constitutional obligation or requirement to protect those things for you? Right. I say that not rhetorically. I don't know the answer to that question. I'll be curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the only thing that happened in Chaz because, of course, uh, well, that's how we're going to start off our hoax hate tonight is what happened in Chaz. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice uh, I didn't you know have what time. I just noticed in what? that sounder? I had never noticed before that you've overlaid the sound of a spray paint can. Oh yeah, I went into I I went hard on this sounder. It took never me never noticed before. It took me like an hour or two to make it, like two years ago when I did. Wow, well done. I've heard it hundreds of times, and I'm just noticing this now. You haven't paid attention this, all these times I've played it. No, because normally I'm just like, when is the sounder going to end? That time I really listened to it. Well, this case, of course, has nothing to do with graffiti, but I I wish I had more time to look into this myself. What did you learn about the man who claims he was shot by the KKK or the Proud Boys in Chaz or on the border of Chaz? I mean, we have a we have a video clip of this, right? I have his testimony from his hospital bed. Yes. I don't want to say too much. Maybe we should watch that first. Okay, you want to listen to his description of what happened here? Because I got some commentary, but yeah. Okay, here, here's what he had to say. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're Proud Boys or KKK, but the verbiage that they said was, hold this and shot me. They stood over top of me and continued to fire, and I tried to protect myself and got shot in the arm, and they got away. I understand everybody's going to say, oh, it's the Chad zone, and y'all asked for the police not to be there, so don't act like y'all need them now. Technically, I was outside of that area. 
I was in Seattle streets, so what's the excuse now? So you feel like they didn't try to protect you? Okay, so didn't. this this brother, um, he's this is the night of that other shooting where that other you know that other brother got shot and killed the teenager. This was what was this on Sunday night or yeah whatever when, night when, sometime last weekend right? It was Saturday night, but technically Sunday last okay. week. Okay, yeah. So what this guy is saying is that he heard the shots from that shooting, and in a distinct shooting, a different shooting. He mm-hmm. ran right outside the zone on 11th and Pike, which is like a block away from where they ended the zone. But it was like, you know how they, they moved it from six to three blocks after negotiating with the, the fire department? I didn't even know that, but sure. It was what would have been included in ah, previous Chaz. Former Chaz territory? Former Chaz, yeah. Okay, all right. So then he's saying that once he gets right outside the new Chaz zone, that there's some KKK or some proud boys like waiting for him just coincidentally seconds after the other shooting, which was also fucking clearly gang violence. And that they are like, get down N word. And then they shoot him and then they keep calling him the N word. And then he's like, no, please don't. And then they shot him in the gut all over his um, death before dishonor tattoo. Anyway. So they do this interview with him and he puts well, on I'm not, his I'm not sure it's going to work out in that order. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. he puts on his best Urkel voice. Like his and he's like, "Oh, and then, then these young men that are KKK <laughs> or proud boys come and they they're shooting at me and calling me the N-word." And by the end of that uh of that interview, he's like totally ghetto again. He's forgotten. <laughs> he's forgotten that he had uh, put on this voice and everything. It, it's just like it's so insane to me. This has almost as many holes as the next ho- ho- hoax hate. But I would bet $1,000 that this was the same shooting that the other dude was killed in. It was the same gang violence. Uh, they they basically happened one right after the other? Like He said in, he in, heard the gunshots, started running, and, uh-huh. that, and that this happened like moments later. Uh, and then he just happened. I love the claim, too. They, they were Proud Boys or the KKK. His only evidence is the the claim that they called him the N word. But even if they did, which I don't buy, yeah, how would that be evidence for either Proud Boys or KKK? I need to see the hood for KKK. I know. I you think see- that they like came up and they're like, "I'm a I'm a white nationalist and a Proud Boy <laughs> now. Get on the ground." And we really love hanging out in Chaz. It's a great environment right. for actual white supremacists. We do really well here with our hoods. We're not attacked at all yeah and then brother's like oh and the police wouldn't help me and these people got away it's like you get shot by some white nationalists outside of Chaz, and like you want to tell me that there's no video evidence like you come on this is so ridiculous and and patently absurd this was some kind of fucking drug deal or whatever the fuck like ghetto crime drive-by shooting something like that there's no way the Proud Boys were involved in this or the KKK, which I'm pretty sure doesn't even exist. I wonder how many members are in Washington state or if they traveled up from somewhere else, wherever yeah. they may have came from. Yeah. Anyway, I wonder, I should have pulled the audience, which one of these cases or stories is less believable. This because one, that, this that one, one is a doozy, but this, this one, I, I mean, <laughs> the story being featured on ABC and Good Morning America, by the way. The case, the Chaz story, as far as I can tell, is more local to Seattle news. This one is being broadcast nationally. A Wisconsin woman claims that she was just parked. Madison, stop- Wisconsin, by the way, which makes this even less believable. The same. Okay, so the same. Yeah, ultra liberal. 
the and same white. spot we saw earlier. Her her claim is well, you catch me up on her claims of fact here. Basically, she just stopped at a intersection and people. White guys came up and lit her on fire. Yeah, they're like, roll down your window, N-word, or her windows were down or whatever. And then, then she got doused with lighter fluid, and then they threw the lighter in, in her car. Anybody that's ever used a lighter knows that as soon as you, you put it back, like as soon as it goes back to where the, the flame retracts, it's done. Like you can't, it's not like a match that you could throw it in there and it, would, it might still be lit. <laughs> like you can't throw a lighter at somebody and light them on fire. I've got um, a story from her t- here too that I want to play. But the other, uh, clearly, as you can see on your screen, as we'll see in the video, she has injuries of some sort. Yeah, self-inflicted what? burn injuries from her curling iron or some shit. <laughs> like what caused this? And also, uh, even if you were lit on fire, what would cause extremely precise, sharp burning in very localized areas as opposed to like, I don't know, lesser burns across the body if you had a brief spurt of flames come across. People are saying Zippos do. That's true. But I doubt anybody would waste a Zippo on this hoax hate. Okay, well, let's hear her story and consider, consider if that's a possibility. This morning, police in Madison, Wisconsin, are searching for the suspects responsible for this. A young biracial woman suffering second and third degree burns after she says she was set on fire. I haven't really slept and... um... I don't really have an appetite, so it's just. Oh, there's, there we know she's to... lying. No appetite whatsoever. I have no appetite. I weigh 300 pounds. Ever like... feel like this. 18-year-old Althea Bernstein says she was on her way to her brother's house around 1 a.m. Wednesday morning. She says she was stopped at a red light and listening to music when she heard someone yell the N-word. According to the police report, her driver's side window was down and she heard someone yell out a racial epithet. She looked and saw four men, all white. She says one used a spray bottle to deploy a liquid on her face and neck and then threw a flaming lighter at her, causing the liquid to ignite. She drove forward and patted out the flames. I don't even, like, remember anything, but your brain still has that flight-or-fight response that takes care of you. So I made it home. I called my mom. I went to the—I drove myself to the ER. (laughs) It's definitely um, a learning opportunity, and I'm very, very hopeful that these men— sort of see all the responses and that um, they know that they hurt me um, and that this is something that's going to affect me for a while. And I really hope that they choose to improve themselves. Authorities say they are reviewing surveillance images from nearby cameras, hoping for any clues that might help them track down the attackers. Yeah, that shit didn't uh, happen. Even if, okay, so let's say there are lighters that will maintain flame while you toss. I don't, I'm not a Zippo guy, so I, I'll just take your word for it. The, the the lighter would have to be in the car though. Where's the lighter? It would have to enter the car window to ignite the fuel. Right. So she where's really the lighter? She really should have read like any instance of a Muslim doing this, so she could gather some information before she went. <laughs> they to the use police. acid. It's one step. You don't. Yeah. It's it's much simpler. But it just okay. So first of all, you're stopped at an intersection listening to music. I guess maybe that's why you didn't notice four menacing men approaching your car. The music was too loud. You didn't see them. But then they came up, and let's say you didn't see them in in your rearview mirror or whatever. They came up, they doused you with lighter fluid or something like that. And wouldn't at that point, fight or flight, she says, don't you take off then? They're squirting a mystery liquid. Don't you drive away? No, you sit there and allow them to get a, a sufficient amount of this liquid on you and then toss in a flame, and then you drive away. 
patting yourself down the whole time and then and then what did you just did you keep driving while extinguishing the flames or did you stop and if you stopped why didn't these men pursue you none of this uh, matters this is all debunked when you when she said she lost her appetite so <laughs> we don't need to do any further investigation how many fbi agents are in this one probably 40 uh, fbi agents. at least 40 given the uh, the bubba wallace incident uh oh i have one more i gotta be quick here because we're we're tight on time the, uh, the last one I have is uh, in Santa Fe, the India Palace restaurant, downtown Santa Fe, New Mexico, was the victim of an alleged overnight break-in this week. The inside of the restaurant was ransacked and tagged with racial slur graffiti. Samples include white power, Trump 2020, go back home, go home, bitch, or go back, bitch, whatever this one says. Uh, I hate sand and words. Hmm, maybe it is real. Broken swastikas and uh, and more. Now, restaurant owner Bajit Singh says he arrived at his restaurant Monday midday to discover the damage. He estimates the damages are well over $100,000. The owners of the restaurant called police at 1 p.m., but police did not arrive until almost 4. The restaurant has only recently reopened after the coronavirus closure and recent riots and protests downtown have made the area rife with conflict according to this santa fe reporter coverage you will uh note that none of the damage as far as i can tell is on the outside it is all interior damage no Mm. signs of forced entry that i can identify either uh the owner also says he had private security uh private security at this uh at this particular establishment that they had hired uh, he says recently though, with everything opening back up, security isn't needed much. Uh, okay. I mean, that's weird considering you just said that it's, there's been a lot of social unrest, uh, nearby, which has caused a lot of problems in addition to the coronavirus stuff. But for whatever reason, the private security that's usually, usually present on the property was not there and didn't, didn't see any of this. And of course there's a GoFundMe that has now closed its donations, mm. but before it closed, it raised $57,000 for this restaurant. Uh, now, in fairness, this was organized by someone who is not a part of the restaurant ownership group or family, as far as I can tell. And according to the news coverage here, there were at least five separate crowdfunding efforts to solicit donations for the restaurant's recovery. Really? And the family, the restaurant, or the, the people who run the restaurant say they are not affiliated with the fundraising. I bet, I bet, I bet they're not. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if they don't accept the money. Yeah, uh, really. That, that's the test, isn't it? Anyway, for whatever reason, the GoFundMe is shut down now, but there's a lot of money raised here. So we'll see. Uh, I have my suspicions about this one, but, uh, you know, it's, it's awfully convenient that your, your restaurant has been ravaged by all sorts of forces, including coronavirus and social unrest. It seems like an awfully convenient time to say, eh, screw this. I don't want to uh, be in the restaurant business anymore. I'd rather just ransack my own yeah. property and cash out. Seriously, it'd be terrible to be in the restaurant business right now. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's just, you know, uh, let's try not to deceive the public. In, Make in me cringe my pants off and then I got to continue feeding my baby. Okay, all right. Uh, well, there's, it's surprise cringe, so there is no introduction. Uh, check this one out. Uh. Oh, took I our heard breath about away. this. What if we t- took away yours? You are worded our daughters. I have to censor it for Susan. Hey, how's it going? Why don't you step out? 
What if we are worded yours? Take that shit off your head, monkey! You stole our freedom. We're gonna steal yours. And if she bleeds gold, it's your crime King Touch. Neck King Cole, King Solomon needs nuts. Stretch your fucking oil, you get rich when I bust. Fuck it, whatever. I'm starting to get dizzy. A nigga took a trip to nigga. What you looking at, cracker? What's your name? Cracker. Michael. Where I come from, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, you are, cracker. Welcome back. Cool. Oh my god, this is just revenge porn. <laughs> uh, well, any uh, immediate reactions? You said you had seen it prior? Yeah, sorry. Or just heard of it. Okay. Uh, uh, I saw part of it and I had heard about it and read about it. it. This is just typical revenge porn. It reminds me of that series, um, uh, that Amazon series about Nazis where like the Nazis won. Uh, I can't remember. Man in I know the High there, Castle. I know there was one they put out too, where the concept was like getting revenge on ex Nazis in the seventies or something like that. I didn't watch it was that just one. Preposterous! It's like you know, most rapes and murders are committed by black people. So, what do you what do you want to say here? Like, this is not the world we live in. This country's not racist. You, this country's so not racist that you have to, in a fictional world, talk about about how racist it actually is. If you uh, if you have not been clued in as to what this actually is, this is the trailer for Cracka, a new series coming to digital TV platforms, including, by the way, Amazon Prime, iTunes, and Google Play. Just fine. Just don't um, you know don't criticize Black Lives Matter on those platforms. That's all you can't do. The premise here is that a present day white supremacist is magically thrust into an alternate past where blacks enslave whites and rule America. The series was created by director Dale Restigani. I don't know much about this guy, uh, but he is a rap music video producer and director from Boston. Mm. Now, the trailer was so bad in its depiction of violence and rape against white people. It was so bad that Susan actually had to age restrict it on YouTube. That's how bad. Susan WikiWiki finally said, okay. I can't go that far. Yeah. That's actually age restricted. So uh, if you're, and if you're curious about the ratio, it's currently sitting at 28,000 upvotes. I, I think that's, how is that even possible? Nope. Uh, they bought knows? those, but 36,000 down and just shy of a million views in, uh, it's been up for 10 days. The trailer. That is outrageous. The trailer has. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'd, I'd actually consider watching this for free, but I'm not paying a cent. I'm not paying a cent for it, yeah. I, it's, it, it's this sort of cringe viewing that I might enjoy one episode of just to see it, but I'm not paying a dime for that. Um, okay, I need to feed the baby again because she was not happy when I, <laughs> okay. when I stopped feeding her. Um, Ten minutes again, and let's see. The last one you ended on was Royal Winds, right? Uh, I, No. Uh, well, uh, capitalism for the win right after that. I'm okay, going to, cool. or capitalism is the next one. You're right. Um, but yeah, I can, I can read it some more and, and you can come. Thank back you so know. much. I really appreciate it. And the audience understanding. I just, she's, she's been eating like every hour. It's crazy. She breastfeed 12 hours a day. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, okay. So well, I'll go I will carry on and, and yeah, thank you guys for your patience. And, uh, blonde will be back in a minute or 10, 10 or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah, go, go do what you gotta do. I'll, I'll carry through here. Uh, Capitalism for the win says, how was the popcorn, Matt? I've been thinking I would start 
adding food and things to creators PO boxes. Do you want some blonde? Uh, I, you'll have to send her an email probably on that one. Um, mountain fortress is, is started uh, to sound really good these days. Um, yes. Thank you for sending it. Uh, uh, truthfully, like popcorn is not, is not my biggest thing, but caramel corn is pretty good. So I appreciate it. But, uh, my fiance thought it was very good too. So thank you for that. Uh, much appreciated. Corey Foster says, uh, are you guys aware of the use of force continuum? Uh, look into it to get another understanding of why officer Rolf shouldn't be charged. I'm not familiar with the term. No, but, uh, but I will definitely be, um, be paying attention to that prosecution for sure. Uh, J Val says the anti-lockdown protests were actually protesting for people like George Floyd. He was out of work and depressed and relapsed. He needed his job back. I think we should double down on this point. Um, is that is that uh, proven to be true? He was out of work, and is that why he was using drugs? It, it could be. I just don't know if that's um, if that's demonstrated. If it is, I'm interested to learn that. Um, because yeah, I mean that would make him that would make him. This isn't to justify what happened with the police, but it would make him a victim of the circumstance that we've created voluntarily by putting people out of work for sure. I'm going to circle back. I'm going to check in with. Uh, Streamlabs here. Let's see if we can get a uh, a more equitable distribution of our super chats. Uh, see what we got over on on Streamlabs. <laughs> Ultra over on D Live. Ultra Snake getting really spicy. I can't read that, but I saw it. I saw you, Ultra Snake. Uh, calm down over there. Redicus says so. Chaz Jesus came and poured out the the commie uh, commissary and flipped the tables and told the philistines to go home and leave his house best clip of the week the chazistanis need to be pushed into the sea if no helicopters are available you know one guy shows a little bit of bravery against the mob and all of a sudden other people join so hopefully he's starting a little bit of a counter movement haha pp doo says matt and i once made love he stopped at the intersection or a intersection and yelled hey snow ape and he rolled down his window and i deployed my mystery lick deployed my mystery liquid <clears throat> all over his face. Thank you for that. Uh, hi, mom. Hi, dad. hi, other family members, potentially, if you're still hanging around. Uh, Wingy Fresh, uh, big donation. Thanks for supporting the show, man. I am Sim- not going to be niggardly. Simping for blonde. Nothing to see here. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, Phil says that trailer for Cracker, Cracka, Cracka. There's no hard R in Cracker. Uh, at least the last R. <laughs> it it uh, or it looks like what uh, the Haitian Revolution must have been like. Imagine having national sovereignty since 1804 and not being able to advance your country further than shithole status. Hey, in fairness, they were meddled with by Hillary Clinton. Never forget. That's got to be at least part of uh, of what happened in Haiti, right? Uh, thank you, Phil. YouTube name says uh, time is time travel is real and some naive fool keeps going back to 2020 to fix it. Maybe that would explain some of the uh, nonsense that's going on. Uh, Laurel says, I want a baby update. Well, when blonde gets back, I can ask her uh, and I'm going to highlight this so I don't forget and we'll see what, uh, what she says. Thanks Laurel. Uh, Bravo. Victor says all anyone talks about is killing grandma. Does anyone give second thought to those to those of us who want to kill grandpa, I want to kill grandpa. Won't somebody think of the grandpas? Eh, fair point. 
Baked Penguin says, I wish I was a better capitalist. I could have made mint selling Joker masks. Let me see that smile. Well, that's true. If you want to get into the mask market, you probably, I think the mask thing is going to get crazier going forward. I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's going to intensify. So it might not be too late. Uh, Gay Dad's Bear says, ATF wants to ban arm braces. Same as illegal NFA item. I might as well switch to a stock and drill that third hole. Same punishment. Yeah, you might as well get the enjoyment out of it. No doubt. Uh, I have. I, I know Matt Getz has been saying he has some intel that this will happen. I have my suspicions just because uh, braces are so commonly owned in this country that I don't know that it would withstand uh, challenge in the courts because, of course, the commonly owned standard is what the Supreme Court goes with. And just the logistical reality of making potentially millions of people overnight felons. I suppose they would try to maybe try to make us turn them in like they did with bump stocks. But as a caller on Wednesday noted, and as far as I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you just decide that these these guns move from pistols to short-barreled rifles, my understanding is the serials on those guns are actually screwed. Those are forever SBRs now. Uh, maybe I'm mistaken on that. But if that's the case, then you actually have to confiscate the whole weapon, not just the brace. And hanging on to the whole weapon would become a criminal offense. It's so complicated that I just can't see the feds actually pursuing this. But, you know, they snipe people's wives, too, so I wouldn't put it past them. Mr. Obvious says, uh, why pay taxes if it's all going to go to other countries? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Obvious. I appreciate it. Uh, YouTube name says, my family got the PPP loan for our brand new but now dying restaurant. We used it uh, We used it weird because the guidelines were weird, then, existent, then non-existent at all. Uh, do we get in trouble for rules they make up after the fact? I've heard of this. Yeah, the rules for getting your PPP loan uh, forgiven have changed. So that's the other thing is like, yeah, the government will bail you out, but you better be sure that you have a good lawyer on your side to make sure that you distribute the funds in exactly the correct way or else, uh, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a benefit at all. It's actually a loan you, which you are now liable to repay. And that's not actually very helpful. Uh, red wall and good, good luck with your restaurant, man. I've, I've, to be put in that spot after investing so much of yourself into a business project like that, only to be screwed by artificial forces has got to be frustrating. So I hope you, I hope it, um, I hope it survives. Uh, red wall says, uh, did you hear of Agad, Agad Mator's chest channel getting a video removed because he mentioned that white was beating black or something like that? stupid wiki wiki could you give it the sound bite of course uh, i didn't i didn't hear about that at all but that's hilarious i'll have to look into it technocracy is tyranny says bubba hate hoax dog and pony show to make na- remake nascar's image never let a good hate crime go to waste even if you have to stage a hoax they're one and done for nascar yeah i'm sure nascar keeps talking about how it's going to attract this new diverse rainbow coalition audience i'm sure once you piss off all the like the the confederate flag waving beer drinking southern guys who are the bulk of nascar's demographic i don't say that dismissively that's just that's just what it is Uh, yeah i'm sure that it's going to be filled with like a san francisco rainbow demographic coming in to to fill the stands in alabama for example Uh, good luck good luck with that gail Ryder says uh in case this is your last show here you go well as far as i understand we're still on the air right now although blonde usually does a lot of the stream monitoring for me so for all i know i'm talking to nobody at this point thank you gail 
Iceman Hero says, my favorite duo helping me survive this double shift tonight. Appreciate your takes on the insanity. Well, thank you for tuning in and, uh, and good luck with the hard work. Uh, much appreciated. Crystal Callie says, I called the IRS this week to see where my stimulus package was. I had to call three times to get a coherent human being who then told me that the IRS is sending the checks out in random order. Oh, well, <laughs> you're the victim of randomization, I suppose, in that case. Uh, don't worry, though. All those people, the dead people got your checks or their checks uh, in, in much more timely fashion. So you can find uh, comfort in that. Good luck. Thanks for supporting the show. Thomas Dean says, uh, no blonde, you're not allowed. No girls. Oh, this must be the uh, Coeur d'Alene Club. Also, I live in Oregon, still one of the small cities. There's a conservative movement growing in small towns, but apparently not Lincoln County. Yeah, that's uh, or Lincoln, uh, Lincoln City. Um, which is it? Is Eugene Lincoln County or, or who actually? I didn't look it up. I should know my Oregon counties, but I don't. Like what part of the state is that? Lincoln County is... Oh, yeah, okay, this is like Newport and um, kind of the central part of the coast. All right, um, sort of near Eugene, but it's not Eugene. All right, thank you. Um, anyway, where lose my place. Uh, thanks, thanks, Thomas Dean. Polaris says, uh, Pelosi makes masks mandatory. Police kneel on a black guy's neck for not wearing a mask. <laughs> Protests explode all over America. Coronavirus cases jump up to uh, 26 trillion percent. It's all part of the plan, man. I can see it happening. Son of the Wolf says, so this war, it's the sub 80 IQs and the, in the, <laughs> I can't say that, uh, versus everyone else. Right. Am I understanding that right? Uh, potentially, I, I suppose. Thank you. Uh, Robert Franklin says been dodging, uh, been watching Europa, the last battle. What do you think of the ratio of propaganda versus true untold history? Did the commies really slaughter some of my long lost cousins leading up to 1940? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not a uh, propaganda expert other than modern times. No shortage of propaganda in this area, though. I don't have any idea how it compares historically. Uh, Mephistopheles. I hope I said that right. Are you familiar with entropy? It mirrors your show while allowing commentary that isn't seen or censored by YouTube. You are able to see the YouTube comments though. Uh, thanks for the sanity safe space. I am not. Um, so I, perhaps I'll have to check it out. I'm not familiar with the platform at all. Uh, Talenza says, uh, Pop Science tweeted that COVID cases decreased in places with BLM protests, therefore protests good. One great response uh, to this was uh, America's new religion gets its first miracle right on cue. I, oh, I bet. I bet that's exactly how it happened, that, that Black Lives Matter protests make you safer from coronavirus. Potato Grower says, uh, Blonde, would you, why would you choose Poland over Hungary? I'll see if I can um, come back on that one and uh, with Laurel's question as well. Thank you, Potato Grower. Sit tight. Uh, Farto Hard says, I remember the 70s overhearing talks of where the gay rights movement will end up. It sounded just like this. Isn't it funny how like every supposed slippery slope warning about what opening certain doors will lead to, a lot of them have become realized. And I say this with full acknowledgement that I was one of the people saying people like Rick Santorum and Mike Huckabee were insane and we would never realize their warnings. Lo and behold, a lot of the stuff they're warning about kind of came to fruition at least in at least in certain respects um well i'm thinking about it, i had a couple questions for you uh potato grower says uh why would you choose poland over hungary <clears throat> why would i choose poland over hungary yeah i don't know that i would um i've never been to poland but i have been to hungary and it was awesome so mm. i actually probably would pick hungary 
And Laurel says we demand a baby update. Oh, she's good. She's eating so much. She's gained a pound since I brought her home. Hmm. She's gaining an ounce and a half a day because she's breastfeeding like 12 hours a day. It's uh, totally destroying my boobs, but worth it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jozo Zavko says... Um, uh, Israel and Palestine should just combine already and go by the name Palestine, as in S T E I N. Thank you. Raynor Chen says violence is a valid means of demanding action, Matt. If my sister's wife wouldn't use it, she'd never get laid. <laughs> okay. I, that's I, is, a sister's wife, isn't it? Um, isn't it common in that uh, community? Domestic oh. violence. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, John Tarsa. I see Lando Lakes took the American Indian off the box, but they kept her land. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Yes. I, I had heard that. That, uh, yeah. Very unfortunate that. Holden Mulray says, Blonde said we'd be better off if we had done far less regarding COVID. I believe the same is true post 9 11. Hmm. Uh, sometimes you have to crack a few freedoms to build a nanny state. I totally agree yeah. with that. DB says, Message deleted. Or their message actually deleted. Got Wiki. Sammy, give me money. Think the way I want you to. Don't call the police when I steal your property or even assault you. Sounds like the mob. Can any lawyers make a case to use RICO laws to shut this down? RICO was one of those things uh, that I just don't under I don't understand. I was listening to uh, Rudy Giuliani on the Rubin Report yesterday while I was getting some stuff done. And he was talking about using RICO to go after the mafia. And I don't understand the ins and outs of this either. But I suppose if you, I mean, if you can demonstrate the criminality and the fact that it's part of an organized crime ring, I don't know if you can do that with Black Lives Matter or not. Yeah. But maybe a skilled prosecutor could. It seems to me, listen, there's no difficulty in demonstrating the criminality. Take your pick out of yeah. the grab bag. I think the difficulty is, can you demonstrate this is part of a nationally organized scheme or effort? That might be a little tougher. DB says, I live for blonde's faces of disgust. Congrats on the baby. My wife and I are expecting on the 23rd. Congratulations. Shout out to my boy, Chris, who introduced me to you two in 2016. That's about all. Peace out. Clank. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks, thanks for sticking around, too. Uh, oh my God, my poor baby. I know like she's starving. JVal90, how can you say that the violence is working when you get nine cops arrested at the expense of skyrocketing murder and destroy businesses in black communities? If that's success, I hate to see failure. Well, yeah, that's, but I mean success as they view it. Yeah. Not success as like, oh, that's a good thing that is happening. Success as, as uh, Hawk Newsom and Black Lives Matter or his associates view it. Like they, they are achieving a lot of their uh objectives mm -hmm. using their tactics that is not to say that i am <clears throat> that the things that they're achieving are good things they're exactly. not they're all yeah. awful b wilkin 23 hello from lincoln county sending my racist backlash your <laughs> did you email uh claire please yeah, really. if you sent emails to claire i would like to see them mm -hmm. yep uh derek finley blackface is bad but black back is cool yeah, I guess that must be a, a reference to the lashing, the oh. lashing, like scars and scabs. Black back. We will call it that. That's black back. Uh, Sam West. I love how Matt continually stirs up the videos that get blonde spun up so that he can disavow. It's brilliant. Yeah, we got a real. <laughs> we got a I real swear it's not here. intentional. I, I don't. It's not. A, it's not a design, but that is, you know, that's basically the recurring bit of this show for sure. Royal wins. The Mississippi state Republican government just voted to replace the flag what is the point anymore? Who represents us? It makes me want to vote blue just to make them lose. They're pathetic mm. and cowering like dogs. Acceleration is 2020. Teresa the Kid, my Asian hubby loves his round 
his round eye Jewress just fine. <laughs> Uh, Frosty Flake, Maoist, uh, Marist or Marxist organization at the root of Antifa BLM who clearly want to burn it down in their own words. Mm. Jordan Moore, all of the Marxist takeovers, how many went up against an armed population? Um, none that I can think of. I don't know, but we'll, we might find We're out. We're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chief Double Down, hey guys, a person of color fan of the show and speaking of funny content, can I count on both of your votes for Luis Gomez for president of Legion of Skanks? I see a future paid for by the Luis Gomez 2020 Super PAC. I don't know what any of that means. I, I also am not aware, but, uh, but if you want to email me, I can check it out. And thanks for supporting the show. Andrew Kirkbride, I am also a new gun owner. I'm looking to buy a handgun and a shotgun soon. Do you have any recommendations? Obviously, the ideal would be what works for me, but I would like to hear your input. Uh, depend. Well, depends on the purpose too. Like, are you looking for a carry gun? If you're looking for home defense, I I'm a fan of 12 gauge shotguns. I've got 12 gauge pump shotguns for home defense. That's my preference. But there are a lot of people who'd make an argument otherwise. But that's my preference. If you're looking, if you're talking about a handgun for carry. Um, if I, if I could only pick of all the handguns I have, if I could only pick one handgun for all purpose, it would be my Glock 19. And I, I'm not even the biggest Glock fanboy, but the fact of the matter is it's about a perfect balance between carryability, concealability without being too small. It's, it's still accurate. Um, and at the end of the day, I've never had that thing malfunction. It does not matter what ammunition you put through that thing. I've not once, not once in my, I've had it for a year and change now, I've never had a malfunction out of the thing. So even though Glocks are not the, they're not the prettiest all the time and they're not the most fashionable because everybody has them. There's, there's a reason I got one. And that's because if, if the world went to shit, uh, that thing's going to run and there are Glock parts everywhere. Yeah. So that would be my suggestion. But again, it's, it's, it's need and situation dependent. So if I can help out any further, just send me an email. I'm happy to answer. Mojack420, if you look at the map, at the map, Montana is Biden sniffing Idaho. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. I can't Edward, unsee it anymore either. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, Edward Denham says, where does this so much hate in their heart sounder come from? It was a hoax hate from like two years ago. And I've gone back and tried to find the original. It's out there somewhere. If someone wants to dig it up for me, I'd really appreciate it. But the, the premise was it was a family, I think in Florida and they spray painted, remember they spray painted like N word and stuff all over their, their SUV, like a Chevy suburban, but like miss their rims, not on the rims, not on the custom bling and rims. Hmm. And they, it was in red spray paint and it got debunked because the, one of the family members had posted pictures on Facebook that had the cans of red spray paint in the background. Also, one of the family members posted, we gon be rich on Facebook. <laughs> that That's why that one was so funny. And this yeah. fake woman, like, I can't believe that someone could have like so much hate in their heart, <laughs> the way it hangs on. It's such a great, I don't, even, I don't yeah. have it because the sounder system screwed up right now. But if, if someone could find me the original story, I would appreciate it because I've did. I don't even know uh, what episode it was, but yeah, if you go back and find the episode, I want to say that it was probably two years ago, somewhere in 2018, possibly 2017. Yeah, it was a while back. I would like to know, but that's as much as I remember of the story. Nicholas Van Neel, Victoria's the second largest state in Australia and has a second most cases nominally, not per capita, but we've had 20 mm. ish deaths out of 104 nationally. That's in 104 deaths nationally in Australia. How many people are in Australia? Isn't it like um, a lot? 30, 30 million or something? Maybe I'm way off. 
Andrew Kirkbride, an extra super chat in honor of the dude flipping tables and chess. million. Legend. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Uh, he should be the new mayor for sure. Head McNeck said, I hate to be that guy, but Blonde's full exto outburst have me adding to her my future ex, Mrs. McNeck, wish list. I'm real angry lately. Real angry. It's uh, back in old form, man. You kind of softened up for a little while there. Having a kid made me murdery. <laughs> uh, Ryan Haas, first time I've been able to catch the Sunday show live. Thank you both for the truly excellent content you've put out over the years. Also, I just want to say congrats on the new addition to your family, Blonde. Thank you so much. Uh, Jeremy Hammer, I spent the weekend in Yellowstone and just arrived in Bozeman tonight. I'll be here for a few days and sent an email last Friday. Let me know if you want to get together. Want to get together, Skag? Uh, per perhaps I missed the email. I'll have to check my inbox, although I am a little bit behind on my on my emails right now. I plan to look at them tomorrow. Uh, on that tight of a timeline, I don't know that I can do it, but I will I will be looking at my emails tomorrow morning. So uh, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, see if I can find that one. And uh, but but of course, enjoy your stay. And uh, I hope you I hope you have a, a good time. John Patrick McNown says, what are y'all thoughts about Dems possibly using the national popular vote interstate compact to flip electoral votes in November? Uh, using well, national we, popular some, vote interstate compact. Some of these states have already done this. They've passed legislation that says we're going to give our electoral votes to right. the national popular vote winner. By and large, they're Didn't all Idaho blue states. Do that? No, I don't think so. Colorado did though. Colorado did, and I think they're the purplest of the states, as far mm -hmm. as I understand. But yeah, this is dumb. All as soon as as soon as like if Trump wins the national popular vote and they go Trump. Uh, you think they're going to stand by this? They're going to go, no, now I like the electoral class. Right. At the end of the day, why would you surrender your state's sovereignty to the people of other states? That's moronic. It's retarded. And this it's is, why, this why is one of the things I think the founders may have been a little bit naive about. Would you, would like, would Congress stay focused on, on maintaining Congress's power? And would people in states be focused on maintaining their state's autonomy and their state's power? No, at the end of the day, not always people care about party more than both of those things, mm. more than their branch of government, more than their state, that sort of thing. That's true that George Washington and others did warn a lot about party. They, it's not that they were oblivious to this kind of thing, but I don't know that they really forecasted how much party would, would override or, or um, take priority over a lot of the separation of power structures yeah. that they put into the constitution. Yep. Tori D, uh, clearly Bernstein was perfecting her Richard Pryor performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, was uh, that was the, the, the chick on fire. Chick, yeah. yeah. Uh, Major Lee Awesome. Fires that are fueled by fluids like gasoline uh, and lighter fluids can't just be padded out either. Yeah, that's true. Love the show, guys. Perfect balance of the left biased and most media these days. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, thanks. I guess I haven't tried to pat out a, a gasoline fire on my person anytime really. recently. Polaris yeah. 599. Ohio Senate is dominated by the GOP. They voted down the bill banning the sale of Confederate flags at county fairs. This happened a few weeks ago and the Dems are still salty about it. <laughs> the hot well, bitch. All right. Th thank you for the update. Introducing my buddy to the show for his first time tonight. Just wanted to say uh, Wade Boyer or Wad Boyer. I don't think <laughs> Maybe his name's Wad. I don't think that his parents named him Wad. <laughs> you never know these days. Very progressive. Wad Boyer is a fat homo. <laughs> Thanks for always being a bro. Maybe his name is Wade. I mean, they just call him Wad. Thank you. Um, Jeremiah Russell. Matt, I go to Montana a couple times a year. I'd like to buy you a beer, man. 
you're ever in North Idaho, we should go shooting. Have you guys watched John Mark's channel? It's great. Really re- relevant. Um, I have not. I don't know the channel, uh, but if you're in town, uh, as I always say, is send me an email. And if, if the schedule lines up, I, I'm generally happy to. That's uh, such some- bullshit. That guy wow. lives in North Idaho and he's still like, oh, hey, Matt, I have a close proximity to you. <laughs> some, I live in North Idaho. Some people are team Matt. Some people are team blonde. I get it. That's whatever. true. It's the, like, I like the show it, except for this. Anyway, and it's possible um, not, there aren't any plans firmly in place, but I do know that that we'd like to head out to um, to to Coeur d'Alene sometime, maybe in the fall, see the see the kid. And, you know, we just we haven't uh, gone west very frequently at all. So maybe we could have an all together thing in that part. Of yeah, the country. That'd be fun. although I hesitate to advertise that sort of thing publicly because you never know who shows up. That's fine. Perhaps we can do it behind the scenes or perhaps there are enough uh, good armed citizens in northern Idaho to protect us anyway. Totally. Yeah. Uh, First, Son of Man says, once you hear the spray paint camp the first time, you can't unhear it as if waking up from a dream. (laughs) Matt is still sleeping. Love your new energy, Blonde. Love you too, Matt, even if it's still nap time. Hey, I am good. I am good at putting people to sleep. I say that proudly. Hmm. Uh, it's a good voice to listen to while closing your eyes and falling asleep. Fantastic. 2A, Edu. Thanks for another great stream. Thank you, sir. Uh, Royal Winds. I've got a great idea for a show based on Kraka. Same plot. We just reversed the races. I've got a really great name for it. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah. What's the name? What what are you talking about? Uh, Tom 1212. So the Madison hoaxer was doused with lighter fluid, lit on fire, but her hair, eyelashes, eyebrows, and hands which she used to put out the fire, right? Are completely unscathed. Yeah. Mm, doubt. Yeah. We'll see how this one totally. develops. Uh, Eric Reinhold, the next big Trump scandal is going to be the story of him knowing about Russian bounties on U S soldiers in Afghanistan. Too bad. The mm. New York times and WAPO have already destroyed any shred of credibility. They had. Yeah. That's going to be the next one. We're going to move on from race riots and, uh, and, uh, and Corona to getting U S troops killed by Putin, uh, by Putin hit. Yeah. Crash test. Hi, Matt and Blonde. I've been looking at immigrating to the U.S. from the U.K. legally. Do you have any advice? Also, Matt, what's that song that plays at the end of your videos? Uh, I don't have I have no idea how you could do that, but I do have friends from the U.K. that try to get U.S. citizenship and apparently was like damn near impossible. Isn't uh, isn't Laurel an immigration lawyer? Get get in touch. Get in touch with Laurel. Seriously, actually, I can't. Obviously, I can't speak on her behalf. I don't know if she'd be offering willing to offer services, but she might be able to point you in the right direction. And Laurel, if you're still around or if I've crossed any boundaries by making that mention or recommendation, please let me know. I don't mean to intrude, uh, but I do know that we have some immigration law expertise in our audience and that would be a good place to start. Um, um, oh, what's hilarious. the song? It's by my. It's by a friend of mine from college. It's linked in the description of my videos, and you can go get it for free. In addition to all of his music, um, you know, it's kind of a different style, so it's not for everybody. People email me all the time, like, oh, "You need to change your music. You need." To... It's like uh, just close the video when the video is done. <laughs> I don't know, but I will say, um, my friend who does the music, I haven't talked to him for a good long time, but he's probably the best guitarist I've ever known in person. He's just one of those people with incredible dexterity in his fingers and uh i he plays guitar in a way i wish i could i just don't have the talent to do what he does polaris i can't read this uh capitalism for the win interesting <laughs> yeah, thought that, that cracker show feels like it would have been made by white supremacists <laughs> as propaganda if you want to avoid the censoring on youtube use characters from the greek and russian oh, keyboards. Ah. pro tip 
Grandmaster B, the left have lost their minds. What's next? They are going to look up who relatives fought for the Confederacy and come after you for that. They've already done stuff like that, haven't they? Um, a, uh, then again. Yeah, uh, I could see that happening, actually. Totally. Yeah. Matt, a book you might find interesting, Darwin's Black Box by Michael Bay. It addresses evolution from a biochemical perspective, not C.S. Lewis level of greatness, but a great book. Let me reload. Okay. Uh, I'm still working my way through C.S. Lewis mere Christianity too. I've, I've, I've gotten to a point where it's taking a lot more thinking than the natural rights and natural law sections where I have to pay a lot more active attention and really think actively as I listen. So I've slowed down a little bit because it's taking a lot of mental energy for me to get through it, but I will get through it. And, uh, thanks for the recommendation. There are a few more. Did you, you you have it up? Yep. Jackson Wilson says, thanks for keeping me motivated during my nightly 10,000 steps. That's five miles. Good for you. Um, Scarlet Fox, thanks for the Sandy safe space. Even the media here in Japan is pro BLM and suffers from TDS. Seriously? What? That can't there be. must be something universal about media degrees. And this is wishy-washy commie nonsense. Man, you would think in Japan that they'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they do now. Mm, they do give a fuck. <laughs> uh, Saint says, you know, Blonde, I've really enjoyed watching your evolution over the years. I went from saying, why won't this blonde girl shut up to why won't this, why won't someone shut this blonde woman up? <laughs> Love you guys. Have a great night. Thank you so much. That's um, high praise. It is yeah. high praise. Uh, I think uh, we're I good think we're over good. on DLive. Thank you guys for supporting over there. I, I'll just check in on Streamlabs. We'll call it a show. Hey, good, good time too. We, we, we did well tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're actually, we're all set. Awesome. So, Thank you unless... so much for your patience, everybody. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, very much appreciated. Those of you hanging out live, we appreciate you helping us navigate the show. And if you're tuning in uh, after the fact on YouTube or on DLive or BitChute or wherever you might be watching, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. As Blonde said, thanks for putting up with uh, with us as we try to figure out how to manage the, uh, the new child edition and all that. So um, that's much appreciated. And uh, if you want more of the show, if you can't get enough, there is, uh, we got more stuff, including the call-in show and some other extra stuff you might not find on YouTube over on the audio platforms. They're linked in the description if you want to find those or on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash podcasts. Other than that, you can uh, email us as well. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. In the meantime, we'll be back next Sunday after the 4th of July. Have a happy 4th, everybody. We'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not me at the press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Bye.